0: and salutations everybody welcome to the Best Damn Move Relate Show on the planet Earth the John Campion Show brought to you in part by our friends over at Mint Mobile coming to you from right here on our YouTube channel I am of course your host John Campion and yes your eyes do not deceive you it's Friday and I'm actually here I had a few meetings I had to do this afternoon so I thought I'd do the show today too and I'm so glad that I did because I'm joined by one Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett Robert how you doing
1: John uh I'm good
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> i think that is the most succinct i've ever heard robert my ever met sitting right beside robert of course is chris carr who by the way is nervous today you got to cut her some <laughs> slack according to ray yeah. according to chris ray i'm very so nervous, nervous today because chris's husband logan is Logan's actually sitting in the, in the, the corner today watching her. judging
2: me <laughs> just just <laughs> just judging, with every judging away the way. oh my gosh <laughs> speaking of ray
0: joining you guys in the live chat today ray Aura is going to be there with you guys ray how you doing i watched
3: Dragon Ball Super superhero. What'd oh, you think? for the
0: second time yesterday,
3: which is more than you've watched Morbius. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and that it's pretty good. It's the same Dragon Ball stuff, but it, it's really good. I Everyone who's a fan should just watch it. If they probably have already.
0: So. Let me. I'm gonna go on a limb. I haven't seen this movie. Let me go. Was there a scene? where one character looks in utter disbelief at another character doing something, saying, that's impossible. Uh-uh. Did that happen? Yeah, I'm, I just guessing. a couple
3: times. <laughs> <laughs> a couple times. Couple People times.
0: change colors, <laughs> too. <laughs> I mean, the same old thing, but it's good. Sitting right beside him, of course, running the show today, producer Jonathan Voico. Jonathan, how you doing? I'm doing good. I cannot believe we're through another week. It's crazy. I know, it's Friday, right? I feel like mm-hmm. the week just got started yesterday, but I knew it was the end of the week because I was sitting down watching... Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power last night, so I knew that the week was almost over, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but most importantly, guys, you guys are here. Thank you so much for joining us and making the show part of your day. Here's how today's show is going to go. We're going to break it into two parts. In the first half of the show, we're going to talk about some predetermined topics. Then in the second half of the show, we're going to take your live comments and questions. The way we do that is, number one, you got to be watching live, and number two, when we get to the end of the main topics, we'll announce that we're opening up the Super Chats, we only leave them open for just a couple of minutes, so be ready to go, and that'll be your time to fire in your thoughts, theories, opinions, comments, and questions, and we will address those in the second half of the show. Also want to let you guys know, because last night was Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. A little bit later today, we're going to have at 3 p.m. Los Angeles time, the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power after show. Hot oh, damn, that episode was great. We're going to talk about that. I thought, When's the last time I said that? answer i haven't said that yet so thank god last night's episode was great we're gonna talk about that a little bit later today in uh, in more detail at 3 p.m make sure you guys come back and join us for that all right guys we got a bunch of things to get through today so let's get things started with some off the tops and we're gonna start off with this you know whenever you talk about the netflix marvel shows that they did Obviously, the first name that comes to mind for everybody was Iron Fist. Thank you. That that was obviously the one. (laughs) Iron Fist was clearly the one that everybody thinks about. If you're talking about what was the weakest of the Netflix series, that is. Uh, I I, Listen, season two of Iron Fist, I thought the first two or three episodes were actually pretty strong. I'm like, oh, wow, this show's finding its footing. And and then it all went to hell. And then it all fell apart. That... (laughs) was just not a show that did well, and I've heard, hold a second, uh, yes, zero. I've heard from <laughs> zero people asking, when are they bringing back Iron Fist in the MCU? I, I haven't heard that one yet. Um, but one person who really is wanting to see Iron Fist come back was the star of Iron Fist, Finn Jones, and Finn Jones is actually campaigning to try to get a Heroes for Hire show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, This comes to us from the folks over at CBR who wrote the following. Iron Fist star Finn Jones revealed that he wants to return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Danny Rand slash Iron Fist in a Heroes for Hire Disney Plus series. I would love to continue playing that character. I think there's a lot of room for growth. Personally, where I would like to see the reintroduction of the character would be in something like a Heroes for Hire TV series. Jones said in an interview with comicbook.com. I think that would be the most dynamic and fun way to reintroduce those characters. I loved working with Mike Coulter. Well, who wouldn't? Look at that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I loved the on-screen chemistry between Danny and Luke. I think it's a really interesting, creative place uh, that that show can be taken in. I'd love to pick up that mantle again and keep moving the character forward and make the best possible Iron Fist there could be. All right. Let me throw out a couple of thoughts here. Um, you know what? Everything that was wrong with Iron Fist none of it was finn jones's fault finn jones didn't write that dialogue finn jones didn't direct the episodes did he give the strongest performance yeah he didn't cast himself either yeah he did he also did not cast himself either and and i would argue this even though season two got quite bad in my opinion i remember saying to Anne when we were watching it i felt like as we were getting to the latter parts of season two i started to feel like Finn Jones was finally starting to grow into the character a bit. Like he is. I thought, I thought his performances was improving when he was going. That said, were Disney now to take over iron fist and Kevin Feige were to take over iron fist and make an iron Fist show with him. I have very little doubt. It would be a superior product than what it was on Netflix. So, Hey, I'm not going to say this is the dumbest idea in the world. I, I think there's some merit to it. And, if Kevin Feige, which I do not believe this is the case, but if Kevin Feige just wanted to take the Netflix Marvel shows and just say they're all complete canon with the MCU, which I'm pretty sure he's not doing that, but then you kind of have to look at Danny and maybe bring him back in and maybe Finn is that. And also, I will not disagree with him that I thought him and Mike Coulter had some pretty okay chemistry together. All that being said, that's the positive side. The negative side is the reality is this. There's baggage that comes along. I, I mean, fairly or unfairly, and I'm sure there are people out there who really did like Iron Fist. That's the beauty of the subjectivity of the art. But I think it's fair to say that the majority of people probably Iron Fist was probably their least favorite of that. So I don't really think this will happen. But I'm not going to say it would be the dumbest thing in the world to do it if they want And nor would I say there wouldn't be any upside. I think there could be some potential outside. But yeah, it's up to me not doing this. Rob, you here? What Finn Jones is saying, you buying it? I'm like, there was a season two of Iron Fist.
1: <laughs> I actually didn't know that either. Uh, and, look, either <laughs> uh, as we as we would normally say on this show, actor wants role. Water Film wet. Eleven, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. I, I actor
0: understand. wants to be in the MCU. Yeah, I, I, water I, wet. You know totally we respect
1: be I respect his <laughs> desire. I I I I his his wherewithal, his gumption, admired it uh, or admire it. Uh, so I, I, here's the thing. I don't think anyone is clamoring for this to happen. I would love to see Luke Cage again. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Mike Coulter fan. I am a, I watch his new series, Evil, which just recently right. finished its third season. I don't even know what I think about Evil. I love the first season, but I keep watching it mainly because of him. Uh, but it did have a great season finale. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if he has a shot. I think, I mean, if they're, but if they're making an Echo series, maybe he does. I mean, in
0: a world where they're making an Echo series. I mean,
1: the thing is, is, though, they have analytics. They can look at analytics. And in the streaming world, analytics are everything. They can look at how many people watch that show and be like, okay, they can put it right up against what they've got on Disney Plus and go,
0: is this something that we should do? By the way, it's it's, the other thing that makes this a hard sell is the fact that when you look at Iron Fist, like when you look at Daredevil, a lot of great performances, but you think Charlie Cox, when you look at. Punisher, a lot of great performances, but you think John Bernthal. When you look at Iron Fist, people don't think of Finn Jones. They think of uh, Jessica Henwick. Right. Mm -hmm. They think of Colleen Wing. A lot of people think Netflix, they should have just gone back and renamed the show Colleen Wing with special guest Iron Fist. Yeah. Anyway, you hearing (laughs) about this, Chris, what do you think about it?
2: I would love that version of Heroes for Hire. I would love Colleen Wing and Misty Knight. And yeah, okay, Iron Fist, I guess you can come too. Uh, he was much better I in the defenders. In you're
4: so mean. Yeah,
2: you know? you know what? In in a in a ensemble cast, yeah. the he worked well. He actually was. I'd better. And, and yeah, he yeah. had a good dynamic with everyone else. It's just those fight scenes, which I know in the first season of Iron Fist, a lot of that really was against Finn. You know, they were on a very tight schedule. There wasn't time to really learn a lot of stuff and train the same way we see with other actors in the MCU. That being said, I just really feel like Colleen stole the show. I loved her dynamic with Misty. I really wanted that. I definitely want more Luke Cage. Give me more Jessica Jones, please. But him campaigning for this isn't exactly shocking because, yeah, all of, all of us actors want to be in the MCU. We want that sweet, sweet Marvel money. Come on.
0: Uh, and also Mike Colt, like, the, again, I like the idea with Mike Coulter, but Mike Coulter is just one of these guys. He's kind of like, Mike Coulter's like Javier Bardem and Jason Momoa, where it's just like, He's got fu good looks. Yeah. Right. Like you look at him and you just feel bad about yourself. Like, he said, no, but <laughs> I as a guy, I, 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 know, look at my, I look at my culture. I'm just like, <laughs> I was feeling bad. pretty good about myself until right now. <laughs> he's, he's got that guy. anyway, guys. Question is for you. Would you be up for Finn Jones as Iron Fist coming into the MCU? Uh, again, listen, it would be in different creative hands. Maybe they could do things differently, or maybe it's just well enough alone to go, you know what, that was adorable at the time. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Should they take a chance on it? Whatever your thoughts are, jump down to the comment section below and leave those thoughts there. All right, guys. With that down, let's get into another off the top, and that is this. Six seasons and a movie. It is now official. Uh, about a month ago when there were people running around saying it's official now, it wasn't official, but it is now official. Peacock has officially ordered a movie of community. Woo! And uh, the community fans everywhere are excited. But really, this should be called Community Sorda. That should be the name of the movie. Community, community mostly white. Hyphen, Sorta, oh. Because, here's the thing, uh it says the there. cast the original cast is returning but that's not really completely true Mm-mm. obviously chevy chase is not coming back i mean everybody knew that chevy chase wasn't going to come back so that's that's not a surprise what is a surprise is that there's a couple of other names that are completely synonymous syn- synonymous 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 nailed it no, 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 nailed it no, no, no. we mean great what recovery. you know yeah um that are may not be in this thing at all uh, this comes up from Variety who wrote the following. Further details, including a director and estimated premiere date, have not yet been shared. Also, unanswered is whether other key community cast members, including Yvette Nicole Brown and Donald Glover, might still make an appearance or maybe even a cameo. It's uh, probably safe to say that Chevy Chase, who had a falling out with the show and whose character eventually died, will not be back. So, here's the thing um, there are, when you're talking about Yvette and Donald Glover, Donald Glover, who's clearly the biggest star out of anybody who's in the show, with the possible exception of Chevy Chase. I mean, he's the bigger star right now, but, you know, overall. So Donald Glover, Child Gambino, he's clearly the biggest star. Yvette was probably one of the most personality-infused characters in the show. Surely was incredible. She was a dominant character in the show. Um, and so getting this movie together without those two characters, I mean, again, it's a shame that you couldn't do without Chevy chase, but he'll never come back to do this anyway. So that's whatever, but still listen, a lot of people who I've been wanting to see a community return, but I remember when we talked about this last month, we said, you know, okay, if it happens, could it be good? And we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah." but then we asked the question, but what happens if Donald Glover doesn't come back? And everybody was like, well, can you really do it without Donald Glover coming back? I mean, you can. So they're going to, they did a season without Donald Glover coming back, although that was probably one of the weaker seasons. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, but it's it. Hey, listen, if you're a community fan, this is good news. But, you know, to me, it's like doing a, a Seinfeld movie without George or Elaine. I mean, it's then it's not really a Seinfeld thing. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Now, Grant, I like community. I'm not the biggest fan like some people are. So I'm sure there's a lot of community fans who are like, whatever. Even if it was just Ken Jeong and Joel McHale back, that's good enough, right? Or even if it was just Pootie or, or whatever, that's good enough. And Alison Brie, that's good enough. So I'm sure if you're a super diehard fan, you'll take whatever you can get at this point. But I don't know, Chris, you hear about this. They're doing the community movie. Yeah. Great. It's going to be straight to Peacock. Okay. Mm-hmm. But no word probably Donald Glover's not yet there. No word if you bet's going to be there. I don't know how you feel about this overall.
2: There, it's kind of like when someone's like, I made you chocolate chip cookies, but I subbed out the chocolate chips for healthy things instead. And, and there's I ate also them all the way spinach. over here. Yeah, because it's <laughs> oh, a community movie. Yay. All right. It's going to Peacock. Okay, that's fine. Troy and Shirley aren't in it. Mm. Because Troy is my most quotable character in this show. And his dynamic with Abed is why I watched Community. I love Troy and Abed in the morning. Morning. (laughs) So good. That's what I want. If Jim Rash isn't in this, I'm I'm out, right? If I don't have the Dean in there, I'm not excited about this. I'm still probably going to tune in. I want to give it like a, a decent shot and everything. But that really does lower my anticipation level for this because I love them so much. I want Troy in there yelling about reading Rainbow and saying things about his emotions we'll see how this
1: goes. Why do well, you know about putting spinach in chocolate chip cookies?
2: I'm down. Well, that's
1: just the most
0: horrific thing I've I'm ever heard I'm a terrorist. <laughs> Rob, what do you think about this? Is it, is it I mean, is, is there still value in doing it? Here's what I would say to you. Not
1: to bring up Star Trek, but I'm going to bring up Star Trek. What? In the mid-70s, the mid before they made Star Trek the motion picture, they were doing Star Trek Phase 2. And they had, Leonard Nimoy wasn't going to be in it. And they had David Couture, who was playing Zong, who was a Vulcan. Then they decided to make a movie. And Leonard Nimoy came back to play Spock. I think Donald Glover, you can't make community without him.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially, now remember, they did make community uh, know, without him. I know, I
1: know, but did anyone, you just said it was weak season. It was kind of weak sauce. I love Donald Glover. I still think that they should take the supporting cast of The Martian, the NASA crew, including, you know, Sean Bean and Donald Glover, and just make a show about them. Cause that he, I love Donald Glover's performer. He's great. Lando. Such he was a, good a really Lando. good he's great. He's yeah, great. He's Lando. A really They're talking Lando. about doing a Lando. Where's the Lando series. I think he's going to come back. I have no reason to believe this. I've not read anything. I think that he like actors, they love their audience. They want to be adored. Why wouldn't he come back? Like, even if he comes they back, they can't
0: pay him what his rate is right now.
1: I, yeah, but I bet he'll come back anyway. Huh? Cause you know what? He doesn't want to be that guy.
0: For the rest of his life, wherever he goes, Why wouldn't you the community movie, dude? Okay, but let me ask you this question. Do you really believe that a community movie on Peacock is gonna be so pop culturally pervasive that everybody's gonna be asking the question, why wasn't Donald Glover in the community? I don't think
1: everybody's asking, but people are gonna ask
0: him. You think so?
1: Yeah, I do. I think I think because the community has a huge, loyal, very vocal fan base. People Mm -hmm. love community. And the thing is, once something's on streaming, people aren't gonna remember in five years. That oh they I didn't know they weren't gonna make a community movie. There's gonna be that. There's gonna be the show and the movie,
0: and people are gonna say to him for the rest of his life. See, here's the thing. I think there's gonna be the show, and some people might remember that there was a movie. I, I don't think there's gonna be the show and on equal footing the movie. I don't on know Peacock. once, once I, it's I on streaming,
1: man. People just watch stuff. They leave community on all day every day. They just watch it over and My over. i has done that. You yeah. know what I mean. Like, I but remember
0: I, Donald Glover's also a very busy guy right now. Yeah. He's got a whole ton of shit going on. It's true. And you know that making a movie is not a small time commitment. So, I, I mean.
1: It's, but they'll probably shoot this like a TV show, well, the 20, 25 days. I think we're going to see a, a, a cameo.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, what if they handle this like on Kim's convenience with Shang-Chi, right? Where we would have, you know, Simu coming in and just doing Skype calls with um, his for girlfriend. The one season, yeah. yeah. So, if we have those kind of cameos from Donald Glover, are you guys in? Or is that kind of a cop-out for you? I think it's. It's a
0: compromise. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll satisfy the community fans, yeah. though. Yeah. It, if if anything, would it just be a reminder that he's really not in the movie? That's true. I mean, I don't. And then do they just pull a Chevy Chase thing and say, "Oh, oh it's God. a terrible thing that he died last year." No. You can't they, are they just going to pull a Chevy Chase nah. with with punk? <laughs> Troy lives America forever. Say, oh, man, that back. sucks that Troy died last year. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Or, or again, listen, the report does not spe- specifically say that Yvette and Glover will not be in the show. They're just saying uh, out of all the casts that are re- re- being reported that returning, they're not listed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe something can happen at some point. I hope that but...
2: Brown signs back on. She's great. Oh, she's really so she, fun she, and layered she's,
0: her character. I might say her character's my favorite character in the show. I, I just adore her, but you know I adore. Well, you know what? I, I know I adore Alison Bree's character. Anyway, yeah. guys, question is for you. What do you think about this? Are you excited for a community movie in general? Are you as excited if those two do not actually return for this movie? Or does it bother you at all that it's going to be a straight to Peacock as opposed to a theatrical? I don't know. Whatever you guys are feeling about this, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Okay, guys. With that down, let's get on to the newest segment here on the John Campus Show, which is our Mint Mobile hotline question of the day thank you to mint mobile for helping us have a hotline where you guys can actually call in a question for us to address here on the show and that mint mobile hotline phone number is 951-268-4259 go ahead and call it in and maybe you'll hear our, your voice on the show so jonathan what is our hotline question today Hey, John. I was listening to you guys on the show today talk about the situation happening around the Blade film. And I guess I'm wondering, what options do they really have as far as redoing this movie? Do they have to finish a script in this next six to eight weeks and meet that deadline? Or do they have an option of maybe trying to push back the filming of the film and rewrite the script? Can they afford to do that? How much time can they afford to push off if they wanted to? Yeah, just love to hear your thoughts on this. Thank you. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks a lot for calling that in. On the question of can they afford to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. They they can yeah. financially afford to do it. Whether or not it's that's what they want to spend their money on, we don't know. Listen, this Blade situation has been in the news a bit lately for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, that D23 came and went and they never whispered a word about it. Then we found out that the director has left just like six weeks before the movie was to, supposed to start shooting. I can't. I can't remember that ever happening in the MCU. Six weeks before movies supposed to start shooting in the MCU in the director walk. Never heard of that before. Then reports started coming out that the st- the, despite the fact that they announced this movie three years ago, that the script is apparently still a mess. 90 pages with two lackluster action scenes. And apparently on top of all that, reportedly Mahershala Ali's gotten pretty frustrated, which I guess you could understand considering he's sitting there with his two Academy Awards on his lap, thinking I'm not getting any younger. They announced me three years ago. And we're no, it feels like to him, we're no closer to getting this thing together. I don't think if the report, and this is a big if, if that report of that script being in as much disarray as they're saying it is, there's no way they make their start shoot date. And there's definitely no way they make their release date for 2023. No way. And then we started talking the other day of in Hollywood productions, domino effects are very, very, very real. It's a precarious dance when you're trying to, from a logistical point of view, pull off a motion picture. There are literally thousands of moving pieces. And as soon as one piece gets pulled out of place, it can cause the entire thing to fall down. It's a precarious thing. And if now all of a sudden these dates aren't met and all this kind of stuff, well, now people need... Listen, cinematographers may need to move on to another project. Costume designers may need to move on to another project. Producers and writers and and all this kind of... Your star might have to say, listen, we've waited as long as we could. We've got to move on. We've got other projects we have to do. So that raises the question is, I think it's undoubted that they're never going to start shooting on time. I think it's undoubted that they're never going to make that release date if if the reports of the script and obviously the director leaving are true. It brings up the very real question of in this shared cinematic universe that is so intertwined, what kind of larger repercussions does it have if Blade is not out on time Were they planning on having the Black Knight, you know, have, have a certain thing that needed to happen in this blade film. So they could have Black Knight do something in another subsequent film. Uh, Is something in a further film based on blade doing something in the blade movie? And does it become a real possibility that this is a movie they could just cancel? Now I said on the show the other day, I believe this movie is still getting made. They're going to make it. They're going to move forward. But honestly, I've, I've been thinking about it more and I would, I think I said a 15% chance for, I would give it a solid, like 40% chance, I think that that this film just gets canceled. This, again, this is a movie that was announced three years ago. It sounds like they're no further ahead than they were two years ago. Kevin Feige is reportedly spread incredibly thin. Mahershala Ali is getting frustrated. They don't have a working script yet, they currently don't have a director. Listen, I'm not going to say I think this movie isn't getting made, but I think it's a bigger possibility than I thought it was the other day. Anyway, Chris, we've been talking about this. You know, the the person who called in raised some great questions. What are their options at this point? What can they afford to do? What can they not afford to do? And ultimately, do you think, what do you see as the possibilities that maybe the Blade film just disappears
2: i don't think it's going to kaiser so say i think it's going to stick <laughs> around um and i know i said the opposite for star trek right of i think this film is going to be completely scrapped but that's because that is a franchise that hasn't done financially well blade has a lot of potential and i really think they're going to try and make this work they have a great star attached why would you want to lose an academy award winner a two-time academy Two time. award winning actor who still looks young, who honestly, a lot of the stunt work and stuff for Blade doesn't have to be as intense and he doesn't have to get as big as, you know, a Captain America or things like that. And you have incredible stories to pull from. You can use Tomb of Dracula. You can use the run from the 90s, Death of Doctor Strange. Like there's so much cool stuff that you can use here that I really, really think they're going to keep trying to make this work. I would take a lower number than you're saying about the cancellation, I'd give it maybe a 20%. I believe in this movie, over and right I here. believe in this guy.
0: <laughs> all right, Rob, let's throw it over to you. I mean, I mean, we all know that this is a precarious dance that everybody's playing. It's a dance of dragons, if you will. Uh, what do you think about the current situation that they're in? What are their options? And what do you think the likelihood is that they cancel them?
1: Well, a director walking six weeks before a film is shooting is bad. And, and it leads me, I mean, they have to have been building sets. So there's money that's been spent. They're deep, deep, deep into pre-production. It's worrisome to hear that they have a script that they didn't. Too many Hollywood productions in the last 25 years have gone into production when the script wasn't right. Right. It never comes out well. And I think that this is disappointing. As you pointed out, they announced this movie three years ago. And I, I would imagine that of all the movies, because I feel this way as a fan, I don't think they ever cracked what they wanted to do with blade because i'll i'm willing to bet that they still don't quite understand like with mutants where do vampires fit into the mcu where does it i think that's why werewolf by night interests me so much because i've always talked on this show especially where does the supernatural fit in in the mcu i'll bet they've had a hard time cracking that that's why mm. the script is not a hundred percent It's not where, why are there only two action scenes? You've got three Blade movies, two which are pretty good, one which isn't. And you can go, well, we've got examples of where to go. And I would have thought that Blade would have been a script that they would have had nailed years ago. Yeah. And to know that they don't, you've got an Academy Award winning actor, you're writing for somebody whose strengths that you, you already, he's
2: cast. And he won one of those Academy Awards for a very small amount of screen time. Right. Right. Ali can do a lot with a little.
1: A lot with a little. And if he's frustrated and if the, the fact that the director walked because he wasn't not like James Gunn and not like uh, Taika Waititi. It's not a it's not a writer director project. The director was hired. And I'm sure that I mean, for a director to walk away from creative differences, it has to be a shambles. They're not ready to make this movie clearly. And I don't think they're going to be. I mean, I would only imagine they spent
0: millions of dollars already building sets. Well, let me ask you guys this. Let's look at it from a slightly different angle. What are the chances? Because schedules are a very, very real huge thing. Mm-hmm. And when actors sign on for things, they can only keep themselves available for so long. Yeah. What are the chances this movie happens but may have to happen without Mahershal Ali? I think that's a distinct possibility.
2: Yeah, he's very sought after.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and and it's not like he hasn't carved out this time already. Like, and, yeah,
2: by the way, none of us are
0: saying that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this, this is, is pure all speculation. At, yeah, This yeah. is all
1: speculation. It's and, actually and, why
4: Donald Glover can't do community. I'm just dropping the scoop now. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what? I Not, wouldn't be mad Donald about Lover
2: that. Is the new <laughs> He's Blade. blade. Yeah. I would, I would He's love already in the to that. but
1: that would be awesome. Not to bring up Star Trek again, but Nicholas Meyer basically rewrote Star Trek 2 <laughs> in just a few weeks. He doesn't get screen credit, but he rewrote the entire screenplay and directed Star Trek 2, and it was pretty great. So maybe they'll bring in somebody. Maybe in the next six weeks they'll they'll write that they'll get the script down.
0: They could, I mean, look, one of the famous stories about that, Josh Sweden and I forget the the other one. They literally wrote the script for Cabin in the Woods in a weekend, which I mean, I mean that again. That should not be seen as normal. But uh, and so I don't know. Anyway, guys, question is for you. What do you think about this with all the drama going on and losing directors? Do you think this movie can actually come out on time? I I think that's nearly an impossibility at this point. But does the movie still happen? Does it happen but maybe without Mahershala Ali? Or is it just, look, things are going to be delayed. Everything's going to be fine. Maybe that's the case. If anybody can pull a miracle out of the hat, it's Kevin Feige. What do you guys think about this? Jump down to the comment section below and leave your thoughts there. All right, guys. With all that down, we're going to move into our main topics. But before we do, we're going to take a second and thank one of the sponsors of today's episode. I'm wearing their shirts, our friends at True Classic. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of today's episode, True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts that a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either way too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. And the John Campy Show viewers and listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off using the code CAMPIA at trueclassic.com. Look, you and I both know that almost all of men's t shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs. But let's be honest, that's not most of us. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t shirt that you can always confidently throw on. Like most of you guys, ever since college, I have always struggled to find proper fitting t shirts that are comfortable. Well, True Classic from the Moment I put on the shirt they sent me, solves it. And True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code CAMPIA. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day refund policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. And thank you to our friends at True Classic for sponsoring this episode of The John Capius Show. All right, guys, with that down, let's get into our main topics here. And how do we select our main topics? Well, that's where you guys come in because you guys select our main topics. See, whenever you come across a big topic issue or story that you guys feel we need to cover as a main topic on the show, just go anytime, 24-7, over to www.thejohncampiashow.com contact. Once you guys get there, you're going to see a form. Fill it out with your topic or question. It's absolutely free. Hit submit, and then maybe, just maybe, you might see your submission featured as a main topic here on The John Campia Show. With
2: that down, Chris, what is our first main topic today? Our first topic comes from Amlin. Hey, everyone. Been a big fan since I discovered the channel during the Endgame review. Oh, thank you, man. I wanted to get your thoughts on Colin Trevorrow's comments about Jurassic World Dominion just being the kicking off point of a whole new series of Jurassic World movies. I thought this movie was advertised as the end of the franchise. What's there left to do in Jurassic Park that hasn't been done four times already? Wanted your thoughts. Thanks.
0: All right. Thanks a lot for saying that. And, you know, this kind of came up the other day because uh, one of the stars of the, um, uh, why am I, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard came out and said, you know, we are laying the groundwork for a future set of characters that, and we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. They're going to go with more of these movies. Didn't they advertise this thing as the conclusion To the Jurassic Park franchise, and you brought all the characters together and all that kind of stuff? Well, apparently, Colin, the director, had nothing to do with that being in their advertising. This is really interesting. This comes to us from the folks over at the playlist. Write the following. In a new interview with Trevorrow, the director went into detail about his approach to the Jurassic Park franchise and how he wanted Dominion to mark a transition for the series. I specifically did something different than the other films in order to change the DNA of the franchise. How can I allow them to tell stories in a world which dinosaurs exist, as opposed to, here's another reason why we're going to the island? So, in Trevorrow's thinking, taking the dinosaurs off-island and integrating them into the larger world opens up a range of possibilities for future movies. This movie clearly takes a real interest in creating new characters that a new generation is going to latch onto, Trevorrow insisted to Empire that Dominion isn't the finale of the Jurassic films. I never knew that this was the ending of the franchise until I saw it in the marketing, (laughs) Trevorrow said. Those guys are brilliant at what they do, but for me, I think it might have been clearer if they had said it's the end of an era as opposed to the end of it all. And that again comes to us from the folks at the playlist. So, yeah, apparently when making this movie, Travorrow was never told, we're going to market this as the end, the end of the Jurassic World franchise. No, he knew that he was making this movie and trying to do it in such a way, how good or bad is up to the individual viewer to decide, but he was going to make this movie in such a way that it ends with a different kind of world that new characters can come out in a in future Jurassic films. So now this is the second person from the Jurassic world franchise. We, the star in Bryce Dallas Howard. Now the director saying, yeah, yeah, this is all just a setup for future movies. There are more movies coming.
4: Oh, it's a setup. All right.
0: Oh, it's a setup, (laughs) Rob. You know, you've always said, just show us dinosaurs eating people. That's right. right. I mean, kids
1: love dinosaurs eating people.
0: I got to admit, I'm, I am a little, I said this during the Bryce Dallas Howard story. Like this is a little bit surprising to me because really the person who asked the question asked it right. Where is there to go? What can you do that you did not have not done in these movies before? And I guess that was kind of Trevor's point saying we want to create an entirely new context for which these stories can take place, I suppose. Uh, taking dinosaurs into space or whatever, maybe. But I don't know. What do you think about his comments?
1: Well, I think it's, I, I mean, clearly the movie made a billion dollars. When a movie makes a billion dollars, it's going to be a sequel. Of course. Yeah. Joker, never going to be a sequel. Oh, wait. Yeah, made a is. billion dollars. Made a billion dollars, and won an Oscar. And won an Oscar. They, look, the first thing that I would say is, war. You know, they were always talking about uh, before Jurassic World got made that there were scripts that were developed where dinosaurs were being used in combat.
0: And and they alluded to that a little bit in a couple of the movies.
1: They did. They did. And whether you 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 can domesticate dinosaurs, you can fight wars with dinosaurs, you can have sporting events with dinosaurs, you can do all kinds of things with dinosaurs. Um, I, I I would. You know, this movie was called Dominion. I would jump 100 years in the future and show a world like I talked about on the show a couple weeks ago, Planet of the Apes style. What happens when humanity, this, human, human civilization falls? Because it's not just the dinosaurs. There's an ecosystem that's coming up around them that is inhospitable to mankind. And I think that would be cool. There's there's many possibilities. All of them involve dinosaurs eating people, and I'm there for it. As long as dinosaurs are going to continue to eat people and mass, I will watch these movies. Dinosaurs versus ninjas. You know what? Mm. Even although I think the ninjas would be riding dinosaurs, which would be cool. Yes. Wait, yes. You know, they would be on dinosaur back with, with arrows and firing. I mean, let's do that. Bring back the Tokugawa shogunate. Bring back ninjas. Bring back dinosaurs. The whole feudal Japan era. I mean, Japan decides to cut themselves off from the rest of the world and turn their, their they're going to go Somewhere right
0: now, Marty Scorsese is frantically writing down notes. I'm telling you. You know what? <laughs> it's like Where is glasses. the Shogun is miniseries and... that we've been waiting for for 10,000
1: years? They say it's done. That's what they're going to do. Dinosaurs in modern Japan with ninjas.
0: Oh. <laughs> Chris, you hear Trevorrow's comments. What, what's your takeaway from him? What stood out to you the most out of everything he said there?
2: I mean, we've talked about this before. Of, of course they're going to keep making movies like this. Of course they are. People love seeing people get eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah. They're going to keep making them. Um, I I don't know why we kept pitching it as this is the end of all of this because it's just, yeah. Because they said it. Yeah. Well, no, but even when it was happening, it was, okay, sure it is. Yeah. It's the end with this cast, much like how in Guardians, we're going to have the end of that group of Guardians. But they're still going to continue having Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean?
4: They'll probably just do a big time jump. So it's like, see, they couldn't be alive now. They couldn't
2: do it. Yeah, they're not around until they get to the third installment. And then we'll have some of those people come back just oh, aged. Because
4: they're cloned because they have the DNA. Because exactly. they got it in. in a sat. thousand
2: percent. It writes itself. Human yes. dinosaur um, hybrids. I want us to get to the point where this just becomes, you know, uh, a remake of Dinosaurs, the sitcom, the movie. Or, you know, a really intense version of Velocipaster. <laughs>
0: Oh, Velocipaster. God. Velocipaster. Why have we not done a movie club on Velocipaster? Why am
2: I not allowed to watch that for a reaction video? <laughs>
4: it <just> has <Right>. got, <laughs> got this vision of, like, scientist dinosaurs 65 million years from now, and they're, they're cloning humans, and it's human park. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Human Park Alright guys, question is for you What do you think about this? Colin was like, yeah, when they started marketing in the trailers The final chapters, oh, that's news to me He says there are more movies coming And he's his mission was to set it up in such a way That they can tell different stories in the future How do you feel about that? Listen, as much as everybody kind of whined about the new Jurassic World movie It made a billion dollars One How are you guys favorite. thinking about this? Jump down to the comment section below and leave your thoughts there. All right. With that down, let's move on to main topic number two.
2: Chris, what is our second main topic today? This comes from Daniel Brewbaker. Hello, Batman Beyond Crew, plus John. I'm here today. <laughs> this was it. <laughs> it took six episodes, but Rings of Power is now officially the show I'd been waiting for. I agree with John that four and five were certainly improvements, but this episode is the one that finally made me squeal the battles, the little twists, and the large-scale repercussions made this the first episode I immediately restarted from the beginning once the credits started to roll at the end. What did you guys think of the episode? Thanks.
0: All right, Daniel. Thanks a lot for sending that in, man. And yes, I'm here today. Um, So, yeah, listen, I said in episode four, because you guys know I was really frustrated with the show when it first started, particular episode, I nearly tapped out of the show. When episode four came along, and I I thought episode two was an improvement, I thought episode three was an improvement, but when episode four came along, I said, you know, now it's kind of starting to look like the show that I, I've kind of wanted it to be. Then episode five was the first one that I went, okay, this was quite good. This was really good. Now this is the show I wanted to be, but episode six, the episode that came out last night, this, I I don't think you're going to find a lot of people that disagree. A lot of people disagree whether it was great or not, but I think most people would agree. This has been the best episode of the series so far. And it's not just because there was fights. No, no, it was focused this was a focused episode and like everything like my favorite moments weren't even the battles it was and we're not going to go into spoilery detail here again you saw in the preview in the trailer for this episode that there were battles so i'm not spoiling anything here but you saw in the preview like the battles but it's not the battles it's these moments in between the conversations the 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 stuff of the character building, all this kind of stuff, more mythology being revealed and actual things with massive, like you said in the message there, massive repercussions to Middle Earth now. But things are going to have repercussions on Middle Earth for thousands of years after the events here. This was truly the manifestation. This is the show living up to its potential for me. And it's a shame that it took six episodes to get here. Well, I mean, it started to get there in episode five for me. But still, uh, I'm in complete agreement with you. I was finally at the end of an episode of Rings of Power. I was positively giddy. Like at the end of episode five, I was just super relieved. Like just, oh, God, okay, finally. They looks like they're finally starting getting, getting their shit together. But this was the first one that it ended and I was just filled with glee. Like I was super happy with it. Very, very excited about it. Again, overall, it needs to finish strong. It has to finish strong. Because right now, if the series were to end right now, yeah, this episode was great. But overall, if it ended right now, it's okay. It's okay at best. So if they can now finish this out in the final two episodes and finish out really strong, it, it can turn the tide on that. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. We don't know. But I thought this episode was something pretty damn special. Are I mean, there Chris, two or three more? What's that? I think there's two more. Is two there more. There? Yeah. Eight episodes, right? Yep. And that was episode six. Or is there nine? I think no, there's it's eight. eight. Okay. Um, Anyway, uh, Chris, I know you haven't
2: had a chance to watch this yet. No, no. Instead, Taylor and Amy took me and our, all of our partners out to go see Bros last night since we've had a really hard week and are going to have a hard weekend. So they, they took us out to go have a nice time. But I'm really excited to see it. And uh, thank you, Fanglays, for giving me the heads up that there's eye violence in this episode. Not oh, looking forward I to that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. there, so, is eye,
0: there is definitely eye violence there, There's this. just
2: going to be a moment, Logan, where you're just going to have to, you know, help Cover me your out. your eyes. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They're so big. I live in fear all the time. <laughs> These are just waiting to get stabbed at any moment. And
0: hey, anyway, Rob, you had a chance to see the episode. What do you think of it? It was spectacular. You know,
1: we got a spectacular. What? <laughs> spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> no, I, I mean you can't you can't go wrong, but but here's here here's my thing about they comp- there's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode and a lot of, like you said, ramifications that lead that have thousands of years of ramifications to it which I don't know if I'm totally on board with what they're doing, what they did in this episode, but I will say this. It did one of my favorite things without spoiling anything. <laughs> I know. Don't put up the spoiler sign. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say. Got, John's got his finger <laughs> no, on no, no, the finger no. right now. My finger's twitching. I, I always love. There's a trope. It's not. I always love when you, you think something's going to happen, and you're leading up to this thing, and you walk in there, and then what you think is going to happen. How do I say this? And no one's there? It's like you throw a party and nobody's there? You're waiting for the party to happen? I love that. And let's say I got that in this episode. I was like, ooh. Because you know, immediately you're like, ooh, it's going to happen now. Because you're, 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 what you thought was going to happen isn't happening the way you thought it was going to happen. <laughs> How about that? I'm not
3: spoiling anything. I know, but when you work your way around spoilers, it's so much more confusing.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm just saying, so it, the episode got me from the get. I'm like, I was all excited. I'm like, what's going to happen? And I, I will say this, John. This episode delivered, it was an hour's worth of wonderful TV. Like like you said, I, I, was, I watched this hour-long show. 70 minutes. Seven, yeah, 70 minutes. I was giddy with excitement. We'll, we can get into things that I might have had a problem with later, but for an out for like, this, clearly now this show is giving me what I want.
0: Yeah, and- it just it's it, it just it makes me lament. And, and don't give me John, just take it. You finally had an episode you completely love. <laughs> yes, yes, and I am taking I am. But I, I'm just saying it also does at the same time make me lament that it took them. You know, at least until episode five to really start to get their wheels moving, whereas a show like House of Dragon was able to come out of the gates firing yeah. on all
1: cylinders. You I, know? But I also will say this, this kind of an episode is it, it's it's an, what I would th- I was like, to say, it's an easy lay for me. It's, the, it's 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 the kind it's of
2: words right you know. now. I'm, but, you
1: know, I mean, this episode by design is sexy. It's a sexy episode. It is a sexy episode. And the the relationship that I love between... Here's...
0: Oh, thank
1: <laughs> Thanks very much. But the, I would say this. One of the things we love about Lord of the Rings are the characters and the relationships. And my favorite relationship in this, and I think a lot of people's, between two gentlemen of different persuasions... We're not in this episode.
0: Yeah, and yet it was still able to be strong. Right, that's
1: but, good. But, but the thing is, will this sustain, can they sustain this in episode seven and eight?
0: Well, that's the big question, right? Yeah,
1: and that's all I'd say. I mean, this is a hell of a lot of fun to watch.
0: And I, I think it's fair to say, I think when we look back and judge season one of Rings of Power, I think ultimately is going to be determined by episode seven and eight. This These I will be the totally determining agree. things that, that will really tip the scale about how we look back ultimately at season one, because right now- I think it's on the press. I think it's on the the the, the edge of a knife right now. It can go either oh way. Oh my god! What, really? The show hasn't been that bad. Come no, on. no, no. I'm I'm not like I'm saying right now. It's kind of they've had some sh- super strong episodes now, and they had a couple of super weak episodes. So to me, it's it can go either way.
3: I, I I can't wait to see this episode. I'm gonna watch it while I'm cutting the segments later after the show. But yeah, you're gonna cut segments and watch it the same well, time kind of try to come on man there's a lot of
0: rendering time that happens
3: well that's uh, there you go all
0: right guys question is for you what did you think about the new episodes of rings of power if you had seen it so far it's it's finally one that's made most of us really really happy how did you feel about it and again don't forget later today 3 p.m los angeles time we will have our rings of power after show open spoiler discussion please come on over and have a chat with us when we do all right guys With that down, we're going to take a second to thank another sponsor of our show today, one of our original sponsors, the great folks over at Stamps.com. We wanna take a second and thank a sponsor of this video, Stamps.com. Guys, I know it feels early, but Christmas really is right around the corner. And if you've got a lot of stuff to send to family this year, you gotta start thinking ahead. And if you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. Stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Get access to the USPS and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer. Protect your margins with major discounts from USPS and UPS rates up to 86% off. All you need is a computer and a printer. We all know that rates are always changing, but with Stamps.com's switch and save feature, you can easily compare carriers and rates. So you know that you're getting the best deal every single time. And if you're running an online store, stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. So get ahead. of the holiday season chaos this year get started with stamps.com today sign up with the promo code campia for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts required just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter the code campia And thank you to our friends at Stamps.com for sponsoring this episode. And thank you to the creator of the mute button for making sure our mics aren't hot during the ads. All right. We're looking at you, Rick. All right. With that down, guys, let's move on to main topic. Number three, shall we? Chris, what is our third main topic
2: today? (laughs) This is from Miguel Vega. Hey, John and crew. Big longtime fan. I saw a rumor circulating the internet that Marvel is courting Harrison Ford to play General Ross in the upcoming Thunderbolts movie. I can't help but raise an eyebrow to the hypocrisy here if this is true. Granted, while the recasting of T'Challa certainly comes with more ramifications, shouldn't Marvel be consistent about their stance? Thanks to all of you and bring on the filthy. All right, Miguel, thank you so much for saying that
0: in. Let me address something first that's a pet peeve of mine uh, online. The most misused <laughs> word, I think, in online discourse is hypocrisy. <laughs> I don't think people actually understand what hypocrisy really means. Hypocrisy is not saying, I am not. I don't usually like vanilla ice cream, and then later seeing them eating vanilla ice cream. That's not hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is... is Preaching a message while violating that message yourself. So it hypocrisy would be Rob going around constantly on a show saying it is hurtful to our culture and everything. People should not be wearing lays. People should not be doing them. if you wear a lay, you're a terrible person. And then you turn into the John campy show and you see him wearing a lay. That's hypocrisy. <laughs> now, <laughs> Yeah, there it is. There's your I I didn't mean to say that Robert is a picture of hypocrisy. I'm just saying that's an example of it's said hypocrisy before. <laughs> that's an example. Saying like a show saying doing one thing one way and then making another decision in a totally different situation, it's that's not hypocrisy. It may be inconsistency, but it's not hypocrisy. Okay, let's get back to the story at hand. So of course, uh William Hurt, uh one like passed away, can no longer be Thunderbolt Ross. He was an incredible Thunderbolt Ross. Um, I also love Sam Neill, or Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. So, yeah. I From Sam uh, 2003. Uh, I, I love Sam Elliott as a, a Thunderbolt Ross as well. Actually, he was a really good Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. But what Hurt evolved that character into then being, I think, the Secretary of Defense or something like Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, can't remember which one he was. He did a great job with it, but he's not there anymore. You know, we unfortunately lost one of our great actors. But I have always contended as I contended with T'Challa that I thought they should have just recast T'Challa. They didn't. That's fine. I respect their reasoning. I think you should recast Thunderbolt Ross. If your story called for more Thunderbolt Ross, you know, you don't, uh, in my opinion, you don't shut down. Like if a, if a car assembly plant, if a guy who runs, you know, one of the mechanisms passes away, you don't shut down the car assembly plant. You The, the, the show goes on and, you remember them, you honor them, all that kind of stuff. But you also have to, the the show goes on. The, the, the business has to keep moving forward. And if you still have stories to tell with Thunderbolt Ross, recast them. Now, there is a rumor going around right now that Marvel was looking at Harrison Ford to be the new Thunderbolt Ross. Now, I always tell you guys, look at where a story comes from. Well, this where this one is coming from is actually a guy uh you've competed against uh that that i've worked with before jeff schneider he's former formerly of variety and things like that you know jeff actually almost worked with me again out, outside of the amc collider thing i like jeff a lot yeah i i think he's quite good at what he does yeah. he's quite good at what he does uh, the only reason honestly really i'm going to give you guys some inside baseball the only reason he and i didn't start working together again is i straight up told him i said dude you're overqualified I, I I and I believe that. What was I, I say about? I was gonna say. You know I mean? <laughs> it was for something different. Okay, it was for something yeah. different. Sure, <laughs> uh, it was for something completely different. But he's he's really quite good. Not not that Jeff has always been a hundred percent on things he said. Very few are a hundred percent, but he gets he gets a lot of credible information. Yeah, and he definitely has some good inside sources. Again, don't always take what he's able to say as gospel because we don't know the people who are saying it to him. But he's been right a lot of times, so he's been reporting this. Now, this comes just from the folks uh, over at Screen Rant, who wrote the following. There is now a rumor that Harrison Ford could join Thunderbolts, the Thunderbolts cast as General Ross. Formerly, Variety reported Jeff Snyder, or Former Variety reporter Jeff Snyder revealed the information on his podcast, The Hot Mic. According to Snyder, Ford uh, is or was being considered by Marvel to take over Hertz' role as General Ross in Thunderbolts. He even said that his source indicated it was a done deal before D23, but that Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy stepped in to block the announcement to keep Ford's spotlight on Indiana Jones 5 instead of joining the MCU. And that comes to us from the folks at Screen Rant. Okay, again we give a giant grain of salt and an asterisk here saying, we are not claiming that this is actually true. It may not be true. Jeff may have been given some bad information, whatever, but let's discuss this with the assumption that it's true for the moment. All right. If this is true, it's an inspired choice. Harrison Ford playing Thunderbolt Ross would be an incredible choice. He he would fit that character very well. Now, you know me, I don't care about X actor and X role, but if this report is true, it's a very good choice. He's one of the great actors of our generation, maybe of all time. And just as far as fit goes, I mean, Harrison Ford is the living grandpa yelling at clouds in the sky and telling kids to get off his lawn. Uh, kids. I mean, he he would be great to bring that kind of energy to a Thunderbolt Ross, I think would be absolutely fantastic. I think it would be great. So that works for me. Now, if the other part of the story is true, that it's already a done deal, and I know there are going to be some people that get angry at it, that say they were going to announce it at D23, but Kathleen Kennedy stepped in and said, time out. We are here to celebrate Indiana Jones. We want all the attention of this to be on Indiana Jones. You know what? I'm going to say something might shock you. I would actually agree with her. I would too. I completely agree with her. I mean, would it have been a big major announcement? Absolutely would have been. Do I think I, as somebody tuning into D23, would have liked hearing that? Absolutely. But the Indiana Jones stuff, and they dropped the trailer, which probably most of you have seen by now, that's huge stuff. And guess what? Whenever you drop the news of Harrison Ford joining it, if that's happening and if that's true, it's going to be a massive headline stealer whenever it happens anyway uh you know notwithstanding something like jeff Snyder leaking the news out early and people <laughs> finding out before disney can make an announcement so uh, if it is true i dig it and if it's and if it's true about d23 i understand it um anyway rob you're hearing these reports theoretically speaking what would you think if we're going to go on the assumption that the report is true What would you think about Harrison Ford playing Thunderbolt Ross? And then what do you think about the idea that they were going to announce it at D23, but Kathleen Kennedy stepped in? Well, I mean, obviously I
1: think he would be great to play it. I just worry that he's in his eighties now. Yeah. And if you're going to, not that I don't want to be ageist, but the fact of the matter is if you're going to have a Thunderbolt Ross character, that's going to be in multiple Thunderbolt movies. uh, Wouldn't you want a younger actor that could maybe play the character for another 10 years? maybe
0: not necessarily i, I mean
1: i, I mean I, I just think that harrison ford as an 80 year old it gets to the point where it's strange strange credulity however he's a very fit 80 year old yes, and i could absolutely believe i mean not that i've actually watched any leaked trailers but damn he looks good as an old indiana jones and i would believe that he could play thunderbolt ross
0: now just want to throw this out here to keep in mind william hurt was 71 he so died. he was younger and he died. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just because you get somebody younger doesn't necessarily mean no, it's you're true. safe. It's part of life. And by the way, who says there is going to be a Thunderbolts too? Who says well, that's yeah they're going to be that? I, I mean, but I do see your point. But the other thing, too, is this. I don't think that we're this is going to be a role that's going to require a lot of physicality. No, it's not going to. Yeah, so I think we're probably safe there, if it's true. And Chris, you hear about this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. What do you think the likelihood that this is true? And then if it is true, how would you feel about, uh, uh, But it almost feels unfair at this point because then Harrison Ford is going to be the star of the three biggest franchises in history. Uh, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, and the MCU, it almost seems unfair, but what would you think of him?
2: That seems perfectly fair for Harrison Ford. That's true. Go get it, Harrison. I love that for you. Um, I'm kind of on Rob's camp of, he seems can can we let him rest if he wants to do this that's can right. we let him rest? <laughs> it's fine. but who i thought would be a really great replacement if you are going to replace and i do understand our viewers question too of the consistency issue here of maybe have like a, a policy for everyone i understand characters are different but i i can see why they brought that up i would bring in vigo mortensen he's got that william Ooh, hurt jawline sure, yeah, he's well. 68 he's very fit I mean that—that's if I could cast this personally. You he can't go. since '68. Yeah, can you believe that?
4: Wow. Hmm. Well, he is Numenorian, so yeah. He...
2: So he's yeah, aging very he's slowly. Numenorean, he exactly. ages slower. Yeah. Or so, oh no, he's 63. Excuse me, 63. Okay, but still. He's in his 60s. So I would do that. But I think Harrison Ford would be delightful. He does have that, I'm your grandpa, and I'm going to punch your face kind of thing, you know, that works for Thunderbolt. I think that'd be really, really wonderful. Um, Sam Elliott, I think you could always go back to that well, too, if you want to. But he's 78, I think. So.
0: Yeah, but I, you know, you saw him in Parks and Rec. He still looks great. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. And, and he's in 1883.
0: Like, look, he was able to do the stuff in 1880. Mm-hmm. He's still riding horses. He was great at that, yeah. too. Yeah, he was fantastic at oh. that. But again, we're about to see Harrison Ford do action sequences. And now, granted, they shot this movie 19 years ago, but still, (laughs) its it's, I I mean, so I don't know. I feel good about it. Taylor wasn't even born. born. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who's Harrison Ford? (laughs) All right, guys. Question is for you. What do you think about this? I mean, let's, let's assume for a second that, that this is true. I'm like, maybe it won't be. We'll find that out. But if it is, how would you feel about Harrison Ford playing Thunderbolt Ross? Do you think maybe they should go with a slightly younger actor to maybe give them some more time to play the role? I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Whatever your thoughts are, jump down to the comment section below and leave those thoughts there. All right, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic number four. Chris, what is
2: our fourth main topic today? This fr- comes from uh, Hokim from Norway. Sorry if I butchered your name. Um Hello, crew. So Armor Wars is getting retooled from a Disney Plus series into a movie, according to The Hollywood Reporter. This will probably delay the project, which is said to connect with Secret Invasion and Cheadle as a guest star in said show. I think this move seems to show confidence and perhaps the scale of the project. And it would save us the time of waiting for a fan to do a movie edit that it's better than the show. Looking at you, Obi-Wan. What are your (laughs) thoughts? Thanks for bringing on the filthy.
0: All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in. And this is news that started kind of flooding in as we were doing open mic yesterday. A bunch of people started writing in saying this had happened. So, Armor Wars. This has been a very, very interesting idea because the question becomes, what happens when super advanced weapons technology, Stark's technology, starts getting into the wrong hands? especially now that Tony Stark isn't the one that can be there to protect and safeguard that technology and those, those secrets and things like that. Now I thought they did a great job setting up this series and maybe they weren't, but I thought they were, and I'm going to stay by, it's my head cannon, that at the end of Falcon and winter soldier, when we see Sharon Carter, who I think is one of the best heel turns we've, we've ever seen in the MCU, Sharon Carter coming out of Congress and saying, yep, I'm in. And now she has access to all the technology. I personally felt like that was their setup for Armor Wars. Now, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a totally separate thing, but I think we're going to see her in it and that that's going to play a key part in it. You made a joke about Obi-Wan. I'm not so sure you're terribly far off. This move to being a movie, I think might be reflective of two seemingly opposite, but actual synergistic concepts. That number one, they really do believe in the base story of Armor Wars. I think they know they've got a great story here. And therefore feel like, you know what? Let's give this thing the motion picture treatment. But number two, it also suggests to me that maybe they, after Obi-Wan or others, they sat down, they looked at it and said, does this really need to be a series? <laughs> does this does this story need to be drawn out over four and a half, five, six hours? Or do we have a killer beginning, middle and end less filler, more killer, like a really strong, solid motion picture here. And I think those two ideas can both be true. I think they probably looked at the same way that they, Hey, this is a great base story and let's cut away a lot of the bullshit. Let's cut away a lot of that nonsense and just really boil it down, pour more dollars per minute into this thing. Like instead of investing hundred million dollars into five hours of screen time. Let's pour $120 million into two hours of screen time, double up the dollars per minute spent. Let's really make this thing a spectacle and go for it. I think this is a terrific idea. I think this is great. And I actually do believe this might be a little bit in response to some of the stuff we've seen from Disney plus and going, this might be our better approach. Now, an important thing that they're saying here is that this is going to be theatrical, They're saying it's going to be theatrical, and that's important. This comes to us from The Hollywood Reporter, who said the following. Marvel Studios is shaking up its Armor Wars project, and now... Now, what was to have been a series for Disney Plus will be redeveloped as a feature film. The movie essentially pushes back the title further down the development slate. Sources say that the studio was committed in getting the story told the right way and in that process realized that a feature was better suited for the project. Like all Marvel movies, it is intended for a theatrical release. There was some question about whether it would still be straight to Disney Plus Apparently, it is going to be for theatrical release. Don Cheadle, who's reprising his longtime Marvel Cinematic Universe role as Colonel James Rhodey Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, remains on board to star Yasser Lester, who was acting as the head writer of the series, will remain as its featured scribe. So, Chris, we're finding Mm -hmm. out that this Armor Wars series is now going to be Don Cheadle's finally his starring vehicle in the MCU. Uh, what do you think about this news? I
2: friggin' love this. Love Don Cheadle. I love him. I think he's so good in this role. And I do think this speaks to the issue we've had with all of these Disney Plus series. Not just Marvel, but the Disney Plus series as a whole, you know, Star Wars included here. We have these shows that the runtime of it doesn't make sense where either we have these abrupt endings that we rush like Moon Knight, right? And we try to get a whole bunch of story in there really quickly or we've got things that drag and need to be tightened up like Hawkeye. So I think doing this is a really, really smart move. And also you have a bona fide movie star here. I know we've had a lot of that in the TV shows as well. And a lot of these shows do have that kind of cinematic scale, but this is something I've wanted to see on a big screen anyway. So I'm really, really excited that he's going to have his moment in the sun front and uh, and center. I think it's going to be wonderful.
0: Now, look, obviously, Don Cheadle is a megastar. We can sit here and list a dozen things that he's fantastic in. But I really got to emphasize to people, if you have not seen Hotel Rwanda, if you want to really appreciate how great Don Cheadle is, treat yourself. I mean, it's a hard watch, but treat yourself and watch Hotel Rwanda. You'll, You'll look at him differently. Anyway, Rob, you were with me when we started seeing the news start to come in about they're, they're moving Armor Wars from a Disney Plus series to a full feature film. What do you think about this?
1: Well, as you know, I've read the scripts for Secret Invasion. Yes. And Don Cheadle, uh, Roddy plays a big part in that. By the way, great. I mean, if you want sci-fi espionage, it's, it's really, really, really good. The scripts are great. So this does not surprise me after the events of Secret Invasion that they would want to bolster this property because I think Secret Invasion could have been a, an incredible film but it's it's going to be a great series maybe my favorite Marvel series to date so this does not surprise me that they're doing this because who doesn't want you know Marvel has leaned into various I think what they're, they they want to recapture what they had in Winter Soldier and Civil War that kind of tone yeah and I think that's they certainly have it with Secret Invasion and I think with Armor Wars it it ups the stakes in terms of because basically this armor it's not nuclear but the balance of power around the world like i'm always talking about what is the world situation you know what is the what is the geopolitical situation in the in the world and i think both secret invasion and armor wars will go a long way toward dealing with that and i think that it's going to be great i mean it's going to bring in Riri Williams, I'm sure. You know, going to be a major player, along with with Don Cheadle, who is really the only person that we know of that has a Stark suit that already is a big part of the MCU. I can't wait for this dude. I think it sounds great. I think Don Cheadle is great. I've always loved him, and giving him front and center. I mean, who would have thought that the man who replaced Terrence Howard is now going to be front lining? You know, he replaced Terrence Howard to play Rhodey, and now he's going to he's going to be the Front and center star of both a series and
0: a movie. I well, think I mean, it's great. I think they kind of hinted a little bit back, even when Terrence Howard saw the one. What was the Mach Two at the time? And goes next time, three. baby. Next time, baby. Yeah. So they kind of foreshadowed. I'm going to throw out a theory. Ready? Wild. Un- we got to get a title card for this too, Ray. At some point, I think it is wild. I'm um, nothing. <laughs> Unsubstantiated theory time. Here we go. Armor Wars again completely unsubstantiated completely pulled out of my ass theory is going to directly lead and have direct connections to x-men they're going to look at the government is now going to be looking as they have in iron man 2 and iron man 3 the government is looking at starts technology and with more and more super-powered beings in the world like man bull yeah where did that come from uh like and others the government is still, the US government is thinking about security. Tech, Stark's technology is going to become the basis for their Sentinel program. And it will become the basis of their response to dealing with the mutant threat. And I think there's going to be a, again, Wild Theory time. I like that idea. There's going to be a direct connection between Armor Wars and what we've got coming up I with like correct. it,
2: but I hate it for Tony's legacy. It makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. And, <laughs>
1: and by the way, how long before they changed the title to Iron Man 4? I don't think they will. No, man. This I mean, they're making another Captain America movie. Why not make? Why not call it Iron Man Armor Wars?
0: I think this look, is a
1: Phase know, Six, right? This this is supposed to be Phase Six, twenty twenty four.
0: Well, the, all they all <laughs> they've said is that they are pushing the development date, so this is not going to come out when they were kind of originally aiming for the series is, to is come booked. out. So well, I, I think at minimum it'll probably be Phase.
1: 6 I'm just thinking that in terms of it, it was called it was, as a series, it was called Armor Wars. But as a movie, you have a legacy there that directly is Tony Stark's legacy. Mm-hmm. So, why not Iron Man Armor Wars? Why not put that? Because Don Cheadle is essentially the new Iron Man.
0: But he's not the new Iron Man, right? He's War Machine. I understand, but you know, come on, come on, Rob. By the way,
2: we're talking about but 18th if it's War Machine Mantic. Iron Legacy.
0: Iron Legacy ooh that's like not that. bad call like me that. Kevin or just call it Iron Legacy I like that too <laughs> that's not bad. Uh, by the way we were just talking about ages a little bit earlier this will finally be Don Cheadle's first outing as he will be 60 when this movie comes out
2: yeah he's but 50 he's got robot right legs now.
0: yeah but he's younger than Tom Cruise that's true and it's gonna most of his action stuff like Robert Downey Jr.'s will be in CGI yeah so, I mean, listen, I, I think this is great. He's all about that superhero life. He's, we're all about that superhero <laughs> life, new girl.
4: Nice nice pull.
0: It's it, Look, I think this is, sounds great. I love the confidence they're showing into it. And again, we're looking at a doubling. Like, a lot of people still don't understand the difference between TV and a movie. It's like, well, they're going to spend $100 million on it anyway, so they'll have the same production value. No, you can't look at it like that. You have to look at it as dollars per minute. And there, this property, Armor Wars now suddenly is going to double in its dollars per minute it has available to it to make the best production they can. And I think that's pretty damn exciting. All right, guys, question is for you. What do you think about this? Don Cheadle is finally going to get his own headline MCU film. Armor Wars is no longer going to be a Disney Plus series. It's rather going to be a theatrical film. How do you guys feel about that? Good news, bad news? We love it. Maybe you don't. Whatever you think, jump down to the comment section below and leave your thoughts there. All right, guys. With that down, we're now going to open up our Super Chats, and it is time to hear from you. What are your thoughts, theories, opinions, questions, whatever? Send them on in on the Super Chats now. Remember, we only do keep them open for a couple of minutes. We'll be closing them down soon, so get those in as quickly as you can, and we will address those in the second half of the show. But before we get to those, we want to take a second and thank one of our main sponsors here on the show, my cell phone service provider. You've got to try them out, the good folks at Mint Mobile. Hey guys, we want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month. And now for the plot twist. I'm just kidding, there isn't one. Seriously, Mint Mobile just has premium wireless service from 15 bucks a month. There's no trapping you into a two-year contract or opening the bill to find these crazy fees. There's no luring you in with free subscriptions to streaming services that you'll forget to cancel and be charged full price for. I used to dread opening my phone bill every month because every time I was opening it, it was like playing rule. Let. I never knew what the actual price was going to be, and it always seemed to get higher. But not with Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And if you're worried about the complication of switching things over, don't. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So guys, get premium wireless from just 15 bucks a month and no unexpected plot twists at mintmobile.com/campia that's mintmobile.com/campia seriously you'll make your wallet very happy at mintmobile.com/campia and thank you to our friends at mintmobile for making my monthly cell phone bill a hell of a lot cheaper and for giving me great service and for being a sponsor of the John Campy show. Remember guys, when you support our sponsors, you're actually supporting us. So make sure you go down to the description of this video right near the top. You're going to see links and the promo codes for all of our sponsors. Go and check those guys out because you're helping the show when you do. All right. With that now down guys. Let's get into our live viewer questions. And by the way, for those of you who are beloved channel members, we've been gathering up the channel member chats that you guys send in, and we've been addressing those in their own standalone videos. I've been asking the channel members, you guys seem to really be liking that. So we're going to do that again uh, today and maybe next week as well. So if you are a channel member and you had one of those free channel chats and you sent it in today... Keep your eyes open on the channel a little bit later because they're going to be answered in its own video. So let's get on over to the Super Chats. Chris, what do we have?
2: So from Hadrian Lear, uh, some support. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hadrian. From Suthius, I'd rather be slammed on hard pavement over and over than see another second of Jones's Iron Fist. (laughs) He was not good and his martial arts was lackluster. Not believable. Definitely bring back Henwick.
0: Well, sorry, my wife just delivered something for me. Thank you, baby. Um, married and to for Taylor? those of you not knowing, Taylor is not my wife <laughs> uh, And literally showed up and handed this the to secrets him. out um, <laughs> uh, Again the, If you replaced Finn Jones With another actor It would have been the same dialogue The same lines, the exact same things happen I, Again But I am acknowledging, I, and I agree There is baggage that comes along If you make a film with Finn Jones There is Now, do they want to deal with that anyway? Maybe But again, and I would be with you. I think it's, I don't think these are the same Netflix characters in the MCU. I think they are different versions of them anyway. So you can go out and get a new actor because again, if you bring in Finn Jones, you're just bringing a lot of drama in with you. So, but we'll see what happens.
2: All right, thanks for that, man. What's next? From my comic planet. Oh, wait, sorry. TJ Thomas, pray for Tua?
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yep, the Miami Dolphin quarterback. I mean, I, I I haven't heard anything new, but he he took a really bad hit yesterday um, or on Sunday he oh, or was, Thursday night. Yeah, he, yeah, last... he didn't get hit in the head. What happened was a totally legal tackle where the guy tackled him around the waist and then tried, threw him down to the ground as he was falling. But you could see in the replay as he, his head did this rap off the ground. Yeah. Like it was real hard. And they took him to the hospital. Uh, They said he he was, everything was good when he was in the hospital. They were even going to release him that night, but it was a scary, scary hit. Now I haven't heard of anything new, but uh, yeah, here's, here's obviously hoping he uh, recovers from that real quick. All right. What's next?
2: From My Comic Planet, Bruce Willis becomes the first Hollywood star to sell his likeness rights to use with deep fake technology allowing his face to continue appearing in films. I'm starting to get concerned for Mr. Willis.
0: Here's the thing. That's been misreported. I I saw the headlines and the reason we didn't cover this as a story yesterday is the headlines ran Bruce Willis uh, can continue appearing in films because he sold his digital likeness. But that was a lot of outlets just copying it from the first story. But when you actually read the original story, the original story says nothing about Bruce Willis selling his likeness to be used in future movies. It the story itself specified that it was talking about he leased his digital likeness to this commercial firm for a French television commercial. So reading the story, I saw nothing in it at all talking about this allows them to use him his likeness in future films, but there was none of that. So that's why we didn't run this story yesterday. But it's still the first time that he's going to be appearing in this commercial while never actually being on set to be in the commercial. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was still participating virtually, but yeah, it is an interesting thing and with uh um James Earl Jones uh, licensing out the rights to his voice pattern for Star Wars to use in the future. I mean it's it's a whole new era. Yeah,
2: right. well, especially given Bruce Willis's, you know, health concerns right now it makes a lot of sense for him to do this for him and his family and he's officially retired from acting yeah. so yeah all right what's next alex von golem team seeking authorization to change Stellan's name to stellar Skarsgård. do you concur he's spectacular in andor floored by what he brings to it it's got to be frustrating
0: when you're a big star like a couple of the scar guard kids are you're a big star and you realize i'll never be as big as dad I'll never be as good as Dad. I'll never be as big as Dad, and there's still probably more women in this world who would love to have Dad than me. Well, it's a great goal to shoot up for, right? Yeah, yeah. Do do for it gives myself. you a big thing. Like uh, uh, I used to joke about that about Julio Iglesias, and and it's like like Dad will always be better than me. He will always have the bigger career. I mean, that's the thing. Stellan's got some incredibly gifted kids. He really, really does. Oh I love God. a lot of Yeah, like kids.
1: his son, Mr. The Northman, Mr. Yeah. Succession. Mm-hmm. Mr. Alexander, Mr. Bill.
0: Yeah, Mr. He's true, uh, ama- yeah. Listen, true Blood. And he's, got, he's got talent in that family like crazy. But Big Daddy keeps got to prove and he's Big Daddy. Oh and God. he is world-class actor. Like, he's world-class. Everything he's in, he's just like, holy shit, that guy is a master at this. And uh, and yeah, he's just, he's amazing. He's amazing. All right, what's next?
2: From Al Renshaw, did the crew watch the football game yesterday? Prayers for Tua and the Dolphins have some explaining to do.
0: I don't see why the Dolphins have any explaining to do. Like, look, for those of you who don't know, just so I'll give you a little uh, rundown for the people in the sports world, what they're talking about. In the previous game, Tua took a hit and he got up and staggered. He had taken a hit to the head. So they took him off the field. They put him through concussion protocol and he returned to the game. They made, they said in the official report, the medical report was that he staggered because his back was hurt. It wasn't because he lost his uh, functionality up here. So they said he was cleared. So they put him back in the game. Now, there are some people saying the reason he got hurt yesterday was because he got hurt the week before. And I call pure bullshit on that. When you look at that hit, that that slam, the slamming of his head on the ground yesterday or Thursday, there, anybody who took that hit, whether they got hurt the week before or not, was gonna get taken off on a stretcher. Yeah, that him being taken off on a stretcher yesterday had nothing to do with what happened the week before. Anybody taking that slamming of the head against the ground the way Tua took it yesterday, they were getting carted off. I don't care if it was their first game of the season or not. So I I think that's total bull. I think it's total bull. The defensive line has some explaining to do. The the offensive line. The offensive line. The the offensive line has some explaining to do. Yes. All right. What's next?
2: From Andy. Sir Kristen Cole talking to Renera in episode five. Run away and marry me. Sir Kristen Cole talking to Allison about Renera in episode six. A spoiled C word.
0: I'm telling you, there's nobody on television other than Nate and Ted Lasso that I want to see die a horrible, murderous death more. Than Who? Nate first. Then
2: Kristen Cole.
0: Nate first, and then Kristen. The, the, that's the order in which horrible, horrible. I think I'm
4: behind one episode. I mean, did he do something really bad? I mean... No, no, just watch the next episode. Okay. Yeah, right, don't, don't, right. don't. Yeah, don't... just watch
0: the next episode. Just well, watch the You'll, next you'll see a change. All
2: right. <laughs> all right, what's next? From Jay Bling, remember when Sean Levy said he intended to be the lucky SOB to direct a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman? He knew then, right?
0: He totally knew. <laughs> he totally knew. Look, no, it, they have been planning this for years. They they have known for years they're doing this, which is great. And they they have built up to this, they have done all this stuff, and guess what? It worked. It's not like he didn't tell it, us in the previous Deadpool movies. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been this has been <laughs> yeah. so obvious for so long that this was going to happen. So, but yes, when Sean Levy made that statement, Sean Levy already knew. There's no doubt about that. And it's great, it's awesome. All right, what's next?
2: This lay is itchy, which is probably not a good sign. Okay.
0: So many ways to take it.
2: Yeah. I would have been
4: infected. You don't want an an itchy lay.
2: Sam Fisher. You don't want an itchy lay. The community movie and Blade situation reminds me of the Psych movie because they were about to start filming when Tim Odmitson had his stroke and they rewrote the script in a hotel room over a weekend.
0: I've never seen Psych. I think you would really enjoy Everybody it. Everybody tells me that. Yeah. Everybody says not only do they like it. A lot of people tell me, John, it's your kind of show. You would really yeah. like it.
2: I know you think that Logan and I are like Nick and Jess from New Girl. We're really like Gus and Sean. That's like Sean. That's that's more so who we are as a couple.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm sticking with Nick and Jess. That's fair. That's fair. But I'll have to check out <laughs> At some point, I'm going to have to check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. What's next?
2: From Ryder. Hope Morbius's jokes won't be outdated for Deadpool 3. Hope Morbius jokes won't be outdated for Deadpool three.
4: Maybe Morbius well, jokes will never be outdated.
2: here's here's the thing.
0: Not enough. I don't think there's going to be any Morbius jokes because not enough people saw Morbius for it to be a popular, hard hitting joke. That that's that's just the thing. Like I don't think enough people saw it. And I wouldn't get it. <laughs> I think yet. we
2: I, I it would think totally we, go over Ray's head because yeah. he hasn't actually seen the full thing yet. Unless the Blade movie happens and Deadpool gets to interact with Blade, I don't think we're getting Morbius jokes.
0: Yeah, I just That's- I just don't see
3: it happening. We can get Morbius jokes in all movies, no matter what genre it is.
0: <laughs> all right, what's next? I'm sorry.
2: From My Comic Planet, Joel McHale just included Donald and Vett in his tweet announcing the community film. Hmm, the plot thickens. Okay.
0: Wait a minute. Did, wait, did he say, Taylor, look this up. Uh-huh. Did he say that they are in the movie? Or did he just say, you know, thanks to everybody for making this possible, including blah blah blah, like that? That is that because that's the world of difference right there. So, which would also make you wonder why was it not listed in the Variety report? But okay, we'll come back to that once. Uh, oh, okay, Taylor I finds see, it. It. Four, four
5: hours out. ago, Joel McHale uh, also mentioned them in the tweet, but it doesn't say anything about it. It's just, yeah, uh, it's just everyone's mention. mentioned in the in the tweet. He just okay,
0: so like nothing about them being in it.
5: No, but also while I'm on Twitter, Smash Mouth liked my tweet, so I finally made it. <laughs>
2: somebody is famous
5: <laughs> all right what's
2: next <laughs> from Kay the specialist where's the iron man 3 kid will Riri remake him iron lad
0: i mean what, what was the name of that actor again that
2: that oh, kid the kid who yeah i can't remember the kid went his on name. to do
0: something else he appeared in, he's Endgame. in the
2: he, he's in the funeral scene he yeah. appears yeah. in the
0: funeral but nobody recognized him because he's freaking not a little kid anymore right right uh yeah I, well look you don't need to go back to that that's fine all right what's next
2: <laughs> from Tim Platt. Game day! Game, game day. day! Literally Four. in this case, as soon as I get off work, I'm booting up the PS4, playing some FIFA 23, which launched today, and playing a match between Wrexham AFC and AFC Richmond! Wait a minute,
0: is Wrexham in the game? Yeah. 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 They're
2: a real team. Because they're a real team. I know,
0: but they're yeah. such a low-level team. No, they put every team really that game. so you can, you can have rexham <clears throat> playing in richmond with ted lasso on yep. this. side that, what you got to love about I'm, the fifa series i might download I this like now i like that that's pretty I, I i've never played a fifa game in my life they i are might fun.
1: have to go get that playstation 4 Pshaw.
0: wow
2: rob you're wow. you know what Take i keep trying See to get that? one <laughs> i keep trying so hard to get one <sighs>
0: A PlayStation 4?
2: A PlayStation 5. Oh, That's yeah, why yes. he's,
0: he's. That's what I was. Yes. Hmm. Oh, you I'll know what? Ahead. We should do a PlayStation 5 giveaway. To me. To me. Okay.
2: Oh. <laughs> Jonathan and I fight to the death for a PlayStation. Okay, 5. well, guys, you heard it. I was going to do a PlayStation
0: 5 giveaway, but
2: apparently, it's
1: not like you ever use the internal drive in your PlayStation 5. No, well, he's pure.
2: Needs who needs it?
0: All right. What's next?
2: from josh becker i saw bros and thought it
0: was hilarious yes here's the funny it's thing it's so good here's the funny thing it looks stupid as fuck <gasps> i mean when they showed us and i and i and i hate saying that because i love <laughs> eichner like i just about everything i've seen like his voice in lion king was awesome i love him in parks and rec i love him in, in just in a lot of stuff but when they showed us that preview at CinemaCon, i never even grinned like it just was not funny But the last I checked, this thing's got like a 95%. Well, some people here have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of people in this room have seen it and apparently loved it.
2: It was amazing.
0: And I'm thinking, well then I'm going to have to give this a shot. What, bros? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's that so movie funny. That
5: made all of my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was so good. And there's some really beautiful heartfelt moments in it, too. There's some really yeah. great rom-com tropes that, that work he's really he's well. So, like, the, the
0: audience that. rating, the critic rating, mm-hmm. all super high. I think I'm going to have to go check it out. Billy Eichner, correct. I mean, I'm, I got to see Smile first. All he co-wrote it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Billy Eichner. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next?
2: From Jedediah Elias, with Wolverine now in Deadpool 3, any chance Robert Downey Jr. could make a cameo in the Armor Wars movie would boost interest in it given its connection to the Iron Man series?
0: Well, listen, Wolverine and Hugh Jack has nothing to do with Robert Downey Jr. Listen, I've been telling you for years, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be back. He will be back. It might be this year, might be next year, might be in three years. He will be back. Him and Chris Evans both Make You take every dollar you want and you take that to the bank. He will be back. Have you ever seen Robert yeah, Downey yeah.
1: Jr. on Joe Rogan? When yes. Joe Rogan yep. says, well, they, come they, on, you're going to come. And, and Downey Jr. is like,
0: come on, would you really want to see that?
1: And Rogan's like, yes, yes, I would.
0: Come yeah. back. Yeah, did anybody ever see Andrew Garfield denying he was in Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah, no, no, he'll he'll be back. He will 100% be back. All right, what's next? Dude little three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What did he say? Too little. Did, did they skip two? Yeah, they <laughs> they just just went straight his, to three? Skip two and go
0: right to three.
2: Look, <laughs> like a sequel. Come on. Uh, uh, did Govi? Did Govi? Uh, the director is saying that the director was actually fired from Blade and they are rewriting the entire script from scratch with Bo DeMeo, Moon Knight, now working on it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's not what I've heard. Uh, I, I, heard now I I've also not heard that there was heavy drama. I like, but I've heard he has just up and left. I did not. I, so wherever the direct is hearing, um, and they, they may be hearing the correct information. And I may be hearing the wrong information that's happened. So totally could be, I don't know firsthand. Kevin Feige didn't get on the phone with me and tell me this directly, but from what I have heard, no, he was not fired. He left, but I mean, whatever it is semantics at some point. All right. What's next?
2: From Edgar Magnum. We need a remake of American Werewolf in London. OG is a classic, though.
0: I'm okay if they don't do a remake of it just because I saw what they did when they tried to make American Werewolf in Paris. Hmm. And if that's the quality of stuff that you're going to do, just leave well enough alone. But look, you know me, remake everything. I, I don't care because if it's good, we've got another good movie. If it's bad, I've still got the original. You got so the laser care. disc. You're good. What's, What's yeah, that? you do. You got the laser disc. You're good. Anyway, I've, I've got, I've literally, it's, it's covered in, um, man, it's covered in a lot of stuff here. But. <laughs> I literally have the laser disc that Robert Meyer Burnett got me. Why is it
2: covered in stuff?
0: Rob, it's what did really you do? Ex- it's it's a sexy laser
1: disc. It is a sexy laser disc.
2: <laughs> Why is this disc so sticky? Oh, no. no
1: Getting um, Oh, boy.
0: Cap's so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: She gets so in, in, insulted. She needs to stop watching the show.
0: I know. <laughs> she's, she's just too, uh-huh. too fragile. All right, what's next?
2: From Andy, if House of the Dragon follows the books, then it seems that Kristen Cole will get unbearably worse. Boo.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they're, they have obviously already taken many liberties. So maybe they'll take more, maybe they won't, but I just want to see him die. I literally want to see <laughs> him eat something bad and then shit himself to death. I think that would be a lot of fun.
2: That seems reasonable. Yep,
0: I <laughs> it's like that Totally for him. reasonable. All right, what's next?
2: I agree. From DJ Khaled.
0: DJ Khaled. We the best, best music. music.
2: <laughs>
0: I believe that's him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, at that price, yes. Um, going to see a movie based on the Spirit Halloween Store should be fun. I yes. I I remember I heard about that
0: and I'm like, did this? Is I remember we talked about the show. I'm like, wait a minute, is this a real thing? Is this a real thing? And it was so. All right. I, and speaking of which, I remember Anne and I were listening to, I think DJ Khaled's got a lot of great songs. Another one. Yeah, another <laughs> one. But man, it, one of the most annoying things in music is that every one of his songs started with DJ Khaled.
2: Cal- 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 so you know it's him.
0: Yeah. So I think maybe every day I should start the John Campy show that way. I think the, when you wipe the point and the John door's open. Did you just say that? You
2: have the you Alan Horn Walmart. play. DJ and then
3: Catlin For no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so did the, the Spirit Halloween store just take over the Scrap Star Trek movie? Is that how this came to fruition? Oh, <laughs> whole,
0: the whole cast moved over too. Oh, nice. Too. Okay, yeah. cool. More people
1: are probably going to see that movie now. <laughs>
2: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> From <laughs> Stella McShave. There oh, were great did. scenes <laughs> in Rings of Power, but there were some logic and logistic issues that bothered me and took me out of it. It undermined verisimilitude for me.
0: I I didn't notice any at all, to be honest with you. I really didn't.
2: Bobbert will get into some of that later.
0: Uh, Bobbert? Bobbert. I will. Bobbert will. Bobbert speaks to you. To me, it flowed perfectly good. But I mean, hey, that's the beauty of the subjective nature of the art. We all notice different things that stand out to us in different ways. Mm -hmm. All right, what's next?
2: From Sam Fisher, I have to imagine they're going to use social media videos of the fake Reynolds-Jackman feud in the uh, Deadpool 3 marketing.
0: Or create new ones. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's this has been a long gestating plan. And in the words of Hannibal, I love it when a plan comes together. Um. So, yeah, a lot of a team happening this week, a lot of a team stuff going on. Absolutely. So, yeah, I just it's so good. But so maybe they will, maybe they won't. But either way, they're going to continue to leverage their social media presence. That's for sure. All right. What's next?
2: From Mr. Hank Dunn, Logan, you're not alone. I, too, like Crystal Skull. <laughs> Who Thank likes Thank you, Skull? I am
0: finally vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just know. It's you and me, buddy. But... It's you and me. I have said this from the day I saw Crystal Skull. My I said, God, if what have they done? you take out the, the name Indiana Jones, and you call it Dr. Pfeiffer and the Incredible Jungle Adventure, it's not a bad little adventure movie. It's just not a very good indiana jones movie i mean that's Mm. how i kind of felt about it Mm. at any rate i think it's just
2: kind of it's kind of mid. It's a, mid, it's a pretty mid oh movie. <laughs> <job>. did <you laughs> just... I did it just for you, right? Oh,
4: hmm? It's tombstone pizza good.
2: Oh. It's tombstone, tombstone Pizza, pizza
0: good. is shit, but it's still pizza. <laughs> it's, All
2: it's right. Fair. What's next? <laughs> From Bobby Jackson. That's the just woman, not
0: good
4: enough for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Woman King has made forty million worldwide on a fifty million budget. Do you think it can make a profit for the studio? No. It's such a great film so it's a shame more people haven't seen it.
0: They really dropped the ball on marketing the film. And not bad marketing. The trailers were, were solid and all that kind of stuff. They just did not do enough of it. Um, so at this point, you figure probably about a $15 million marketing spend on this because I didn't see a ton of marketing. So you're talking about 65. So you're talking about this movie needing to make in the hundred to $110 million range probably to be profitable. And if it's only made $40 at this point, it ain't about to make 65 more in its waning days. So, no, the movie's not going to end up being profitable. But it may be around come awards season time, give some prestige value for the studio and all that kind of stuff. But profitable, probably not, unfortunately. Because it deserved it, but it probably won't get it. All right, what's next?
2: From Andy Tu, Tao? Sending in a $20 super chat. Thank, thank, thank you, Andy. Andy. Hello from West Virginia. One full year of watching, first time commenting. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks for keeping me company through marathon training and hours of studying in college. Shout out to my fellow Filipino, Ray. Yeah. Ah.
3: I wanted to say something. Where was where he from again? Where is, West, where is he? Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. You know, big heaven. Filipino population. We stayed, no, no, no. That's where um, Uncle Tony he used to live. Tino to live Tony lived like, the, out there? Yeah. When we stayed at his house, they had a basement and i've never been so terrified in my life it was like one of the old houses but it was huge mm-hmm. west virginia the greenest hills you ever see it's almost heaven yeah it's 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 so great the air is so nice over <laughs> i mean it was i mean Nothing. i gotta say, got to say west virginia is a A good-looking take-me-home, country road. road. Okay, that's (laughs) it.
0: Well, thank you so much for that, Andy. Thanks for watching the show. Thank you for sending in your support. And uh, salamat, my friend. All right, what's next? Dropping that.
2: Tagalog, I'm telling you. What a flex. What a flex.
0: All right. What's next?
2: Jill Roston. If Ford is William Hurt's understudy, then someone like John David Washington could have done, been the same for Chadwick Bozeman. Understudy is a better theater term than recast. But that's not what it is because an understudy is there to step in should you fall ill and you aren't completely replaced. Yeah. Typically. You're coming back. A re, yeah. A recast means, and we do that in theater. They're doing that currently with, you know, uh, the Broadway show um, with Leah Michelle. Yeah. 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 Um, Funny Girl, it's a recast. They recast the role, so it's different. I understand what you're saying, but an understudy is there in case you fall ill and in case you need a day off and in case of something.
0: And by the way, it didn't have to be John David Washington. There's many, many great actors who could have taken over the role as well. Yeah. All right, what's next?
2: From Jonathan Vigoa, one of two. Possible MCU adaptation of Deadpool kills the Fox universe. After Deadpool 2, TVA abducts Deadpool because of an incursion caused by him time-traveling.
0: Okay, never mind. Let's go back. All right. Um, so I again I just don't think they're gonna do that. I, I don't see them doing that. You'd also have to get a lot of actors in that movie for that. I don't think that what they're gonna wanna do, even though they're gonna be totally willing to be rated R, I don't think what they want to have happen is see the most popular Marvel characters getting murdered on screen. Um, so no. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess no. I don't think they're gonna go that animate way. Animated. Animated. animated, you totally could. Where Brian Reynolds voicing it. That yeah. would, so, that, be
1: that you could do. See, I still think, John, that both Wolverine and Deadpool are in the Fox universe. I think that's where they're gonna be at the beginning of the movie. And Deadpool's gonna make the transition to the MCU universe, and Wolverine will not.
0: I and again, I, I think that goes great with my theory that what they should do is make it a road trip movie where they're in the Fox universe, but Deadpool and Wolverine are taking a road trip to the MCU. That is literally their destination. That's a great idea. Wolverine doesn't make it all the way. Maybe that's like a road trip to an incursion. Take a road trip to an incursion. Or I mean, lots West of different Virginia. ways you could do it. All right, what's next?
2: From uh Christopher Brickner, the rap is reporting WB is being sued for allegedly cooking the books to inflate HBO Max numbers by 10 million subs. If true, how bad is this for WB? We've addressed this four this. different
0: times in the last like number of days. Okay, so basically this here's the allegations that AT&T, who owned Warner Brothers at the time. That while they were looking at doing the merger of, of Discovery taking over Warner Brothers, the accusations that Warner Brothers, at the time, under the ownership of ATT, misled the Discovery shareholders of how many sh- of how many subscribers they had. Because at the time, ATT included in their subscriber numbers of, of uh, HBO Max the number of people who were ATT customers that got as a part of their package free HBO Max, and they included those 10 million numbers. Now, there's going to be several big questions that come up. Number one, was it legal for AT&T to report those numbers? Number two, was disclosure made? In Because you got to think in all the, the legalese and the disclosures that need to be made, you got to believe that somewhere in the paperwork it was listed. Here's a breakdown of the HBO Max subscribers. And if Discovery didn't, look for those numbers, then their legal teams were incompetent. So there's going to be a lot of different questions around here could be big, but then at the end of the day too, a judge is going to have to rule about, okay, let's say they included those AT&T numbers and then let's say it wasn't legal for them to do that. And it might've been. And then let's say AT&T didn't include in their disclosures that a certain percentage of the HBO max things were AT&T customers. Let's say all of that. A judge is still going to have to determine if, would that have made a difference? That, ultimately, a judge is going to have to say if that would have made any difference or if it looked like, look, the way that deal was happening in, in between the communications between the two sides, this deal was going to happen whether they included those 10 million subscribers or not. Again, I don't know which way they're going to go. I don't, I'm not familiar enough with the case law in this situation. So a lot of big questions that we just don't have answers to. So we're we'll just going to have to wait and see. All right, what's next?
2: From Stolen McShave, Disney don't want another super, a superior fan edited movie.
0: Well, no, no, of course, nobody does. Nobody wants another re edited yeah. superior version of the movie. I've only really seen that happen with uh, Obi Wan. The Obi Wan edit that that one dude did, who reached out to me on Instagram, by the way, the day after we talked about oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, that fan edit that we're, the guy who took Obi Wan and sliced like 45 minutes out of it and moved some scenes around and added in a couple of little things it made for a really good obi-wan movie uh way better than the series was and you're right marvel doesn't want to see that happen all right what's next
2: from raymond Barada, i understand rob's idea of using iron man armor wars Rhodey uh in the comics did take over the iron man suit temporarily when tony can't see that's
0: one of the big things in the the difference though whereas captain america has had in the comic book several people take up that mantle uh same with black panther even though i don't think they should be recasting t'challa or they should be recasting t'challa <clears throat> nobody in any real way or any legit or in any significant way else wore the mantle of iron man other than tony and maybe a couple of things where there's some quick temporary things but at that side to me that's one of the big differences why i don't think you just have don cheadle suddenly be the new iron man well norman osborne
1: you know he when he became the Dark Leader, leader of the Dark Avengers,
0: did he actually go by the moniker Iron Man? Though I Iron Patriot, Iron, Iron, yeah, it was Iron yeah. Patriot. Right, so yeah, so yeah.
2: All right, what's next? From South Texas Shark, Chris, how was Bros? You can watch our out of the theater reaction of it. Go on Instagram.
0: <laughs> All right, what's next?
2: <laughs> From A Marcellus, is it me or was Mon Mothma's husband giving off sleazy vibes? That dude looks like a modern day hipster. Lol.
0: I love what the line I that told me him. most about him was. Why must everything be boring and sad? That that to me told me everything about the character.
2: He is the worst. He's the worst. And I want him to die. Oh, I hate him. I hate him in his stupid half ponytail. (laughs) All right, what's next? From Alex Von Gollum. One of two. Imagine if a movie about the High Republic era was produced with the tone of Andor. For sure, there are aspects of the politics... Um, of the era that are not golden i'd completely lose it now i have to go change my pants
0: i mean yes and no but you could take that approach to any era you can take that kind of approach and make a, a, a political espionage thriller kind of show and you can put it in era any era whether it's old republic high republic new republic post republic um, Empire, wherever. I mean, you can drop that anywhere and it could theoretically work. Knights of the Old Republic. Ni- Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic. So, I mean, yes, for sure, but it doesn't have to be High Republic. All right, what's next?
2: From Andy, I just realized that the Game of Thrones season eight battle between the two queens, Daenerys and Cersei, was Sarah Connor versus Sarah Connor. Yep. By the way, Hetty was such a great Sarah.
0: I totally forgot about that. And you're right. Lena was a fantastic Sarah Connor Uh, That show was pretty good. It was pretty good. That show was pretty good. I I was actually always kind of bummed out that it didn't get continued. All right, what's
2: next? From Al Renshaw, was excited for the Batman Beyond crew and then saw John. LOL. Is Logan an honorary member? Logan, how do you feel about Batman Beyond? Your your marriage depends on it. That's good. That's the right answer.
4: On the payroll now?
2: no <laughs> I, you're you're on mine <laughs>
4: oh yeah
2: oh yeah. wow
4: spicy <laughs> all right what's next he's from... on over to this next question
2: <laughs> from my comic planet man that reaction uh to a how do you say his last name
4: to a oh the last
2: tech uh yeah. Tegu- had, Viola. Tegu- Viola had after going down the game last night was scary and hard to watch hope he's okay yeah again
0: from from what i read i i saw a thing on ESPN this morning that apparently in hospital he had movement in all the extremities he was conscious he was good and that they were actually going now i don't know if they officially did but with the last i read which was late last night they said he was going to be released from hospital yesterday so apparently he's good i doubt we'll see him back on the field for a few weeks though all right what's next
2: from Fangblaze71, what's y'all's favorite Iron Man suit? The
0: one
4: that's on screen whenever I'm watching. Mark 2. That's a good answer. Yeah. Mark 43.
3: The all silver one where he takes the test with the, without any of the weapons on it. That's my favorite Ooh. Iron Man suit right there.
0: As far as design, they're all fine. They're all fine. Mm-hmm. But as far as functional, I hate the <laughs> magic nanotech suits. I hate those. I hate those. I like the actual Iron Man suits. Like, Mark 2, II, Mark 3. Mark, like, all the kind of things. Not the, I have these oh. magical nanobots that so do, you didn't let like me the magic. suitcase one. What's that? You didn't like the suitcase one? I, was a a case one. Case. I can even deal with the suitcase That's one. That's the Mark that, 5. Yeah. That's a Transformer. I, I can even deal with that one. But, like, I, I'm just not big. The movies are still great, and the characters are still great. And I still enjoyed it very, very much. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, this, the, this idea that now he's literally a wizard. Now, like his, his <laughs> you're uh, they, a can, wizard, they can Annie. have him. They can have Iron Man do any kind of supernatural witchcraft, and they just say nanobots. yo. oh yeah, uh, uh, you know that's nanobots. That's
2: all science is. Yeah,
0: nanobots. That's it's just witchcraft, that's though. I don't understand. My nanobots. All right, what's next?
2: From Blake sixty-two, it's been nearly three years, and it's pretty clear the Disney Plus shows have been a net plus for the Star Wars brand. Not as sure they have for Marvel.
0: What? I don't a understand ne- that at all. A net loss? A have net been plus? a net plus for the Star Wars brand. Not as sure that they have for Marvel. But is that true? I mean, Marvel, they had WandaVision. They had uh, Ms. Marvel. Both are which, like, AA plus um, things. But also on the Star Wars side, yeah, you had Mandalorian. And Andor's going really well. Like, I'm this might be my favorite thing they've done. But you also had the Book of Boba Fett. You also had Obi-Wan. So I'm not sure it's as clear as you might think it is. But that's just my take on it. All right. What's next
2: from Michael Cerda till this day. I still don't understand why we have a shot for shot remake of psycho name, bud.
0: I don't either. Yeah. The shot. I mean, if you're going to remake it, take a new approach to it. Yeah. yeah. It's very you, odd. D- yeah. But eh, whatever. All right. What's next?
2: From Jedediah Elias, if we don't get a Blade Runner style Jurassic Park movie set in the distant future where dinosaurs have taken over and humans are becoming extinct, what was even the point of continuing this franchise? I'm with you, buddy. But are you saying that the
0: dinosaurs should become intelligent like Caesar? Should they become intelligent and start like you have dinosaur mathematicians and. They,
1: no. they were going to do. You know, um, Jonathan Batul, who wrote The Last Starfighter, directed a movie that starred Whoopi Goldberg. With a dino- oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, very familiar the original, with sc- <laughs> the original script of that was just like Blade Runner. And it was a hardcore sci fi epic where the dinosaurs were smart. Then they turned it into that, that movie, movie. <laughs> which I didn't understand, because I love that script. I'm, I'm trying to, I covered that script. I'm trying to think of what the name of that script was, but I forget. So and, weird that you mentioned Last Starfire. I literally
4: was just thinking about that during the show. I you know, well, there love go. that movie.
1: Yeah. I love it. What Last is that Star remake Fighter. or reboot or yeah. They've been trying. They're trying yeah. for
0: a while to get that going. That that is a movie. That is the most prime movie set to be remade. Like it would that is a movie that is served better in today's context with the popularity of video games, the modern technology can use. Last Starfighter is one they should absolutely be doing. All right, what's next?
2: From Seconds from Disaster. I hope Armor Wars has legs in the box office. Get it? Legs? Now see myself out.
0: I seconds. I don't, I don't get it. because Really he has behavior. his legs. He has, legs. he has his legs. Yeah, but it's, it's a, not like he lost his legs. Yeah, yeah. And what he can it's... still use his legs. He just needs a little help. Yeah, no. Didn't so... quite work. Didn't quite work. I pronounced that one. That was a joke working. from disaster. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. All right. What's next?
2: From J Master, Hugh Jackman took to his Instagram to post a picture of himself that he has already begun training for Deadpool 3. Chris, I saw Hocus Pocus 2. It's really good. It's better than the original movie. is not it? Is it? Because so far, everything I've seen, and I love Hocus Pocus, but everything I've seen of this, I've gone, oh, no, why? (laughs) But I I hope, I hope you're right. I hope that I feel the same way.
0: Yeah, I I saw some pictures of Hugh Jackman. He's, which only doubles down the thing that he's been prepping for this for a while because he didn't start lifting again yesterday. He's looking really good. He, he's looking really good. He's been prepping for good, this for a long gosh, time. Good, because
2: gosh, that guy's usually such a heifer. Well, I mean, when you when you go back to that
0: movie he had on HBO where he was the school principal, the oh, basic yeah. yeah. story, right? Mm-hmm. When you saw him in that, you realize, whoa, he really slimmed down. Like he had slimmed down a lot. He looked very normal. Looked very normal. Going from that guy to the pictures I've seen of him recently. Yeah. No, no, he's he's been That's training her. for a while. He's like, again, they've known this is coming for a long time. So he's been getting prepped for it. He's looking great. I mean, not the way he looked in uh, that one Wolverine movie.
4: Do you remember that training photo where he had the uh, the barbell and it was like bending and his caption was, if it ain't bending, you ain't lifting. Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. That was pretty hot. That was back when he was like, oh, having to work out X number of hours a day and he hated life. All right. Mm -hmm. What's next?
2: From Ja'Cory Robertson. Shout out to Rob. He recommended The Empty Man on Friday. It was so damn good. I've watched it three times since trying to figure out if I'm real or a tulpa.
1: Uh, so, The Empty Man was directed by David Pryor, who used to be a special features producer. It is a really compelling horror movie, and uh, it was basically one of the last things that Fox made before the merger. And it's totally worth seeing. It's not like The Slender Man, and everybody should watch it. It's it has a very, it just has a very compelling storyline, and it asks some compelling existential questions. And David Pryor has directed, I believe. An episode of Guillermo del Toro's new series, Cabinet of Curiosities. Ooh! So definitely something to watch out for. I'm glad you like the Empty Man. Um, yeah, I actually, I actually got the physical media from uh, Stinky Tuna.
2: Oh. Got good old tuna, stinky, stinky tuna stinky tuna, which stinky tuna baby thanks stinky I'm tuna
1: they're, they're not around yet don't uh, the, you gotta get on we the tuna train and yeah but, we do like, not
2: condone you doing any of these things is
4: that like we, a remake of the cabinet of Dr.
1: Caligari or what is it no that? no no cabinet of curiosities is, it's uh, different directors each doing it's an anthology show that's on Netflix oh uh, okay and uh, each director does a different horror series and there's two episodes two, two yeah two episodes per episode two films per episode something like that gotcha
2: what else Two we have? Two stories,
1: perhaps. So. There we go.
2: Yeah. From Jay Master. Have you guys seen the short video West Ball put out this morning teasing the new Planet of the Apes movie for Disney? It's going to be epic. No. No.
1: <laughs> I'll just what, go to the let's play show? that now. Thank <laughs> you, Westfall say,
2: We're going to check that out for sure. Yeah. Ooh, very exciting. Thank you so much for letting us know about that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know about that.
2: From Zach Marcello, shout out to acknowledge that Maverick is still in the top 10 box office in its 18th weekend. Can't believe this movie is almost top 10 all the time. WW?
1: Worldwide. Oh, thank you. That's some crazy stuff. I know. People love Tom Cruise and Jets.
2: They really do. I'm, you know, oh, we've talked about this a lot. That movie for me was just like, a, oh, this is fine. I'm so glad that people love this movie, though, and that they're going back to see it over and over again because that's what you want a movie to make Agreed. you feel. Agreed. And that sound mix in there is baller. So, so good. Whew.
1: What else? Jets are like dinosaurs.
2: Jets are like dinosaurs? Kids love jets. Yeah. You
1: know, oh, that's I fair. Mean, like jets are like that. Di- yeah.
2: I, when you're a jet you're a jet you're a general, uh, dinosaur your
1: first cigarette to your last, your last dying day. Boom!
2: well done boys all right stay cool <laughs> from diamond joe you can tell that wolverine is a canadian character written by an american whose superpower is healthcare.
1: <laughs> well done diamond joe yes that's uh that's probably true john is that true i mean do you get is it is it is a canadian superpower to have health care
0: it's uh i guess you say it's a mutation that all canadians are born with <laughs> It's just one of those things that we up in Canada keep looking down the states going, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why we, are you doing this so know. wrong? We yeah, don't we know.
2: We don't know at all. All right. What's next? From oh. Jesperson, November hype, God of War, Ragnarok, and Black Panther 2. Oh, Yes. It's going right, to be a good month.
0: I'll tell you what, I'm not even sure which one I'm more looking forward to. Wow. That
2: trailer for Ragnarok was, was so good. It was
0: excellent. Oh. It was really, really excellent. Now, uh, the Black Panther 2 trailer was also world-class. I mean, it was incredible. But, yeah, a lot of entertainment coming in November. All right, what's next?
2: From...
0: Oh, sorry. What am I
1: doing? I don't know. <laughs> We're live, buddy.
2: From DJ Khaled again. Mike Coulter came to Fan X in uh, Salt Lake City a couple years ago and showed up to the after party. Girlfriend still disappointed she went home with me and not him.
0: Yeah, Aww. yeah, yeah, that's that's fan fiction at its best.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I again, I just when he popped up in because he plays the jerk in Girls Trip, and like it just everything this dude's in, it's just he comes on stage or comes on screen. I'm mean, instantly staggered again by how just stupidly good looking the guy is, yeah. but also he's a lot of fun to watch on screen.
2: He's so talented,
0: yeah. Do
1: you know an evil. His character over three seasons became an ordained priest.
0: I thought I I thought I knew that from the trailers that he was. He, a priest.
1: he plays a priest now. He he's become or he used to he was an investigator for the Catholic Church for the archdiocese and now he's a priest. He's become okay, a priest. That makes
2: sense. All right, what's next for Mister Holtbrook? Can we fan cast Kevin Costner as Thunderbolt?
0: Kevin Costner would also be a very be good. Very, yeah. very good.
2: I, I think there's probably fifteen to twenty
0: really good names who could be in there. That would definitely be one of them. All right, what's next?
2: from jesse rod hey crew since it's friday i'd like to ask everyone what is your favorite batman beyond episode or moment mm-hmm. personally the call that uh that superman theme brings me chills love y'all and bring on the filthy
0: okay i Whoa. i i may surprise you I actually have a favorite moment my favorite batman beyond moment was when it was canceled
2: oh. no one's surprised by your response john <laughs> no one Oh man. Well,
0: you should have let us all of us answer
3: first.
2: <laughs> I don't think the, the epilogue episode is really, really great that ties or was that specifically through Justice League? Oh man. Because I love that when we see all of that come together mm-hmm. about Terry's origins. Mm-hmm. I mean everything with Blight was awesome. I really, really love when um, Mr. Freeze comes back. That's particularly good. That yeah. That's beautiful and heartbreaking.
3: That, w- it w- that was really good. And for me, I just still have to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. It's like Morbius. You got to check it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <just kidding>. Wait. <laughs> You'll like the part where you get to when it gets canceled. That's...
2: Ray's going to love it. <laughs> the thing is, it's a really so great fun. show. No, I've seen Ray it. Ray will I, love it. Oh, okay. I, I uh, tell you right lying. now, I think I'm Ray, like, Ray will really like it's it. It's really good. I think
0: Ray will really enjoy it. I didn't think it was that good, but Ray will really enjoy Couldn't it. Couldn't tell. I think
2: so. Terry McGinnis forever. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, what's next? I love how vulnerable Jen was on the last episode of She-Hulk. I hope Jen's knight in shining armor ends up being Matt Murdock. That would be cool.
0: You know what? I because Anne wanted to watch it, I I ended up seeing the episode. It was pretty good. Uh, and yes, the I thought the opening dating montage was very cute. I thought the group therapy session was actually really touching. But at the end of the day, it still had the same problem for me. It wasn't funny. Mm. The, like none of the jokes landed for me. Man, bull was really stupid. The porcupine thing, nothing funny about. Like how come? How come Peacemaker can have these? Utterly ridiculous characters make them hilarious. So it doesn't matter that they're utterly ridiculous because they're funny. That's the problem with Shield. Those scenes were great. Those scenes were very good for what they were. But again, it's a comedy that's not funny, and uh, it's just. A, but maybe I mean, just but,
3: talk about but, raunchier taste in comedy now. Mm. After Peacemaker, maybe it's a little bit more. No,
0: it's not nah. about. Like, listen, some of my favorite comedy stuff is still very family friendly comedy mm. stuff. Like it's it's just about whether it's funny or not, and the stuff there is just not funny. Mm. I mean but like when you do get near to the end and they revisit Batman beyond being canceled that was pretty good. That was that, a pretty good. what part a heck of, of a show. crossover. That was a that was very wow. expected. I mean especially in a Marvel show.
4: I think the only part I laughed in on uh, um, She-Hulk was when he, the one guy takes his mask off and someone goes smells like a fart.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like it was, was a like, fart. Joke really? and I that's, that's what we're going with. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's next? Found the part two.
2: Oh, Jonathan Goa, this is your part two. Deadpool then kills the TVA of his universe, and his mission is to kill a very similar Fox universe to his before it destroys his own.
0: Yeah, again, I just don't... We, we've talked about this six or seven times now. I, I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I, right. And I, I don't know that's a particularly good idea. I mean, it's, it's a very funny comic. Like, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe is really fun. It's a really, really fun... But I just don't see it working well on screen.
2: It'd be a fun animated one-off. Again, yeah, that's what yeah. Ray was saying, right? right. As that's, an animated one-off Ray. like that's even in
0: do. like maybe season 2 or 3 of What If? That yeah. could make a really fun episode of that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next?
2: From Kiwi. Hey Rob. Nyong, 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 nyong.
0: Sorry. Doesn't have the same energy. <laughs> wow. I'm not afraid to tell you I have no idea what's happening, we need it's it probably for the best.
2: <laughs> okay, just as well. All right, what's next? From Duff, Dr. Caps, any thoughts on the upcoming A Man Called Otto? I'm not
0: familiar with it off the top of my head.
2: Is that an episode about Auto High What's happening? Hmm. What is this episode? Yeah. What is it? All
0: right. What's next? Oh, it's a Tom Hanks movie. Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, nope. Since I didn't even I, know I, about I did, it, yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, it says a cranky retired man strikes up an unlikely friendship with his boisterous new neighbors. A remake Dennis of this. No, but a remake of the Swedish film from 2015, A Man Called Ove,
2: and Man Som Herter Ove.
0: All right, there you go.
2: Okay, what's next? From Dr. J. I'm convinced that following the D23 backlash, the Blade Crisis, and then hearing John Campia had stopped watching She-Hulk, Kevin Feige smashed the big red emergency button (laughs) in his office that said, Unleash Deadpool.
0: Listen, again, I know it's the tinfoil hat. I know there's nothing to back this up. There's no legitimate evidence or proof to back this up. But until Kevin Feige says otherwise... I will always believe that the timing of the Deadpool announcement was not coincidental to the timing of the news coming out about what a mess Blade is in. Because it took, I think, 90% of the attention off of it. If that Deadpool news had not dropped when it did, I think a lot more people would be making a bigger deal out of the Blade situation than they are. But again, just total tinfoil hat of me. We'll see. All right. What's next from Kenzie
2: Brumley. Chris. hi. have you watched Brie Larson's augmented reality short remembering on Disney plus? If so, what did you think? I have seen it. Um, it's cute. It's charming. I think it's a little, um, overly sentimental. Personally, it's a little too cheesy for me, but I think it's really beautiful to look at. All right. What's next. From a Sith loud. sending in a $20. super Thank chat. Thank
0: you so much. Sith Lord. Appreciate that.
2: Yo, Luke Cage was such a good show out on Netflix. Marvel, when Disney Plus put the Netflix show on their service, Luke Cage. Whoa, punctuation. Yo, Luke Cage was such a good show. Out of Netflix, Marvel, when Disney Plus put the Netflix show on their service, service, Luke Cage was the first one I would absolutely love if they brought back Luke Cage. I feel Mike really embodied him.
0: I agree that I felt Mike Coulter embodied him. So good. But I didn't think the show was very good.
2: I That's the loved, first half
0: of season one? See, yeah, the first half of season one yep. was great. Yep. The first half of season one was fantastic. And then they lost cottonmouth. And then the show just declined for the rest of the season. yeah and then went into season two with a lot of high hopes. and, and again, Mike Coulter killed it. He did, but I did not think it was very I didn't think it was I mean it was better than Iron Fist. But I, I didn't think it was very strong, to be honest. Yeah. With. What did you think about the show overall?
1: I agree. I think the first half—I mean, Cottonmouth was so good. Yeah. And then it just—I mean, I liked him. I always liked watching him, but it just wasn't as compelling as the first half of the season. I agree. And then that part where like he was like he was unconscious, and they're like trying to
4: like throw salt in the water. Yeah, because salt throw salt in the bath that'll wake you up from a coma.
2: <laughs> I was just I was out.
0: To me, it was just story. The story just wasn't actually very
2: good after that.
0: But whatever. All right, what's next?
2: From Cinema Sauced, John Wolverine and Deadpool. Yep. (laughs) Rob, pink looks good on you. Chris, the bangs look great. Thanks. If you could rewatch any movie for the first time, what would it be? Also, the Dahmer series is incredible. Star
0: Wars. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be Star Wars if I could go back and relive something, wipe it from my mind and have my first experience with it again. Yeah, Star Wars would have to be it. I agree. That followed closely by Lord of the Rings Return of the King. That that mm. would be mine. And then Terminal yeah. for me. And then Terminal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, I wish I could go back to have not terminal. seen that movie. All
0: right, what's next?
2: From KJ McGrew. Hey, Chris. How you and Taylor rate the movie bros? Uh, we had a really fun time. We have a out-of-the-theater review that you guys can watch about it. We loved it.
5: Yeah, the one thing I will say about the movie is not only was it hilarious, but I cried. There was some yep. really emotional stuff in that movie that i did not expect and what i'm really hoping is that bros is the movie that black panther was and that crazy rich asians was for their communities i'm hoping that's what it is for my community it was uh, i cannot i cannot recommend it highly enough
2: yeah i totally agree with all of that oh it's wonderful see it go give it your money my comic planet
0: by your community do you mean german yes the german, okay. the no, german no, I, what language got. did i just speak <laughs> i have no clue <laughs> all right what's next
2: my comic planet i watched the new trailer for guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities looks like the perfect halloween treat
0: certainly does i it's pretty if i mean i have no idea what's going on but it's it's a pretty effective one and of course for chris it's got that one eye shot Woo! Mm -mm. yeah Mm -mm. it's gonna be interesting to see how that turns out i'm very very as as an anthology series it should be really really
1: got some great horror coming up this month in october all right Woody. what's next new hellraiser
2: john, oh i finally watched that trailer Ugh, i hate it i love it <laughs> can't wait i don't like it at all i want a her. Um, oh my god
1: what's about cool what's
2: next, all right, next. Be up fun. from john uh andre 92 hi john and crew hear me out john <laughs> for Deep Deadpool three, what if Deadpool kills the Fox universe nope. is cause nope. of an incursion with a similar universe? Nope. Deadpool and Wolverine can face off against some Fox characters like a Chris Evans Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, again, we have now gone over it seven times. They're all very uh, similar that, things. Yeah, too. I just, again, it makes a great comic issue would make for a great what if animated thing. I just don't think that's. I and mean, now listen, again, let me be very clear. And like Kevin Feige called me to tell me that's not what they're doing. Of course, the possibility exists that that's what they're doing. Absolutely, that is a possibility. But I don't think it's a probability. I think I, I just don't think they're going to. I'll be surprised if they do. So you're saying Kevin Feige calls you? Huh? <laughs> I ain't saying Confirmed, nothing. Confirmed, baby. All right, what's next?
2: Jasmine Jones. I enjoy Hocus Pocus too. It was a fun watch. I still prefer the original over this one. But Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Jimmy, and Doug Jones never left a beat, and the new actors were good. Oh, it's good to hear. Okay. I'm still, I'm still you know, nervous. Here's a, I
0: didn't even know it dropped. When did it drop? Apparently. Midnight. I, oh, it did? It came out oh, yesterday? Like Midnight. Yeah, like, They
2: were okay. making fun of me because I was out till 1030 and they were like, get home, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I went home and put on my pajamas. It's great.
0: Might, you know, if I hear a few more
2: people say some good
0: things about it, I might watch it. I had, watch I had zero it. intention of watching it, but if I keep hearing some decent things, I might check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next?
2: From uh, meA hi john rob chris ray and jonathan i listen every day at work and this is my first time sending a super chat thank you thank Thank you you. y'all make my shift go by so much faster so thank you and keep up the good work oh listen seriously
0: honestly it is amazing that you guys allow us to come into your earphones your homes your workplaces whatever and allow us to be a part of your day that is awesome so thank you so much for being a part of our community and thank you for supporting us as well we really appreciate that and we hope you are around for a long time to come all right what's next support
2: from oh we are just ending with some support we've got walter white walker and mr 47 so thank you guys so much for sending that in thank you guys and
0: that'll do it for today's installment of the john campy show thank you so much everybody for participating and being a part of our show today big special thank you to all of you guys who sent in those super chats number one because it gave us great fun things to talk about but number two you supported this channel as you did it and all of us involved with the show thank you guys so much for your support don't forget, a little bit later today at 3 o'clock Los Angeles time, we will have our Lord of the Rings Rings of Power open spoiler discussion. Hope you guys will come back and join us for that. And, of course, don't forget to come on back on Monday for a brand new week of the John Campia Show. So, for everybody in the room with us here, Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett, the wonderful Chris Carr, joining you guys in the live chat, Ray Aura, producer Jonathan Voico, my name is John Campia, guys. Thanks so much for being here, and until next time, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah.